Thanks for downloading this podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy wherever they get their podcasts. The world's longest running motorsport magazine show, Midweek Motorsport. News, features, special guests and analysis from the experts. Formula One, sports car and endurance racing, rallying, touring cars and bikes. If it has wheels and an engine and they keep score, it's on Midweek Motorsport. Hello everybody, it is just after 8 o'clock in the UK. This is Midweek Motorsport, Series 16, Episode 41. It's the 20th of October already. Where's the year gone? Where has it gone? Add Specutainment if you want to get in touch with us tonight. And many people already have. We'll talk about who's listening and who's submitted apologies for absence from the collective in a wee moment's time. But first, up in London, our executive producer, Tim Gray. Good evening, Tim. Good evening, John. How are you? I'm very well, very well, thank you. And on a packed programme we have? Uh, we have all the usual features. Um, Excellent. We've got a quiz, which is new. I thought we might have a quiz tonight. Oh, new quiz? New quiz. Excellent. Uh, Excellent. Nick Damon and Shay Adam will be joining us. Yes. Um, a lot of calendar news tonight. We have a lot of calendar news. Uh, we don't have a special guest. We also don't We've have got no room for a special guest. We also That's don't why. have uh, Kerry Cobb joining us tonight, unfortunately, because uh, she's busy. But um, she's going to telepathically convey to the audience uh, her thoughts on the VSB season finale at Brands Hatch last weekend. Um, uh, yeah, there we go. That's it, is it? That's everything, yes. I mean, what more do you want apart from all the usual features and a game show and Nick and Shay? That's a fair point. Uh, Have we got anything after us tonight? We do. It's a special historic racing news special. A Uh, special historic racing news special. Yes. Uh, This one's particularly special because it's got Joe Bradley in it quite a lot. Well, he's, he's, he's virtually a member of the team now. I don't think he's that special. I think he's on every week now. Every he time. is on every fortnight or yeah. by month. What's the special? So. What's the special special? Uh, Joe Bradley is going to be talking to another man from the northeast. Oh dear! Hope we've got somebody translating. Subtitles will be available on page eight 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 for those who remember. Uh, who's that then? Uh, who's it's the Bob guest? Smedley. Ah, oh, Smedders. You, you, uh, Nick Damon, who is alongside me to my right, sold a motorcycle to his brother. I know. Lives just outside Croft. Yeah. Well, his brother does, anyway. Yes. I think he lives not far from Croft as well. Mm. It's not very historic, uh, um, that. In fact, quite the reverse. It's looking to the future. But we'll let the team talk all about that uh, after I mean, there is an aspect of history in it, because they're talking about old stuff as well. Okay. Excellent. Uh, so that's Brothers and Smedders. When he worked for Pearl uh, Bean, that was quite a long time ago. Um, Brothers and Smedders after us tonight on RS1. Uh, let's do some parish notices. Doug Amner is on uh, as away tonight. Apologies for absence for him. Uh, he's taking his elderly stepfather 
uh, to hospital and he'll be playing catch up later. I hope everything goes well, Doug. Let us know, everybody, in our thoughts, uh, of course. Uh, good to have your company wherever you are uh, this evening. Uh, hello to uh, Neil Gardner, who's listening in tonight, to uh, David Fagan, to James Hart as well, who's listening in to the Sim Racing Bar Steward, listening live tonight. He's taking part in an Assetto Corsa Competizione race round at Zolder in an Aston Martin. So does anybody know what the factory thing is that you can see between turns th two and three? Uh, it looks like a rubbish space rocket launch. It's a factory. I think, actually, it might be a um, electricity generation station or something like that, or somewhere where they burn rubbish. Uh, I, I know exactly what you're talking about at Zolder. Uh, Brody is in the Peak District. Very envious of that. He's having a short break. He'll be on the podcast tomorrow on the uh, archive. Uh, Uncle Kevin is dropping off one of the cars to storage for the winter. Uh, it is that time of year. Got my motorcycle, MOT'd. It got free MOT when I got it uh, serviced today. Um, and I'm beginning to think that it, there's not much more riding left in the year, although I do try to ride every single month, month of the year. Thank you, Uncle Kevin, uh, for the AFAs. Right turn, lover, looking forward to a catch-up on RC Racing's musings, powered by sky-high glucose levels uh, on, the, on the podcast, though. Yes, there were profiteroles tonight as well. EFAs from Rob Chalmers, a late birthday date night trip to the movies, soundtracking tomorrow's work day for us then. Yes, I'm hopeful to get to the movies this week as well at some stage. We've been rather busy than I was anticipating. The Colonel, uh, early shift at Gatwick, 0-3-15 start, looking forward to F1 quarter. Will it be like stadium safer trucks over the bumps? Just, I'm going to say this in advance of any Formula One news, and Nick is here, and we haven't introduced him properly, but I'm going to say, do not do the drinking game this weekend where anybody talks about the bumps, <laughs> because you will never get to the race start. No. Simple as that. Simple as that. Might make lap two qualifying. <laughs> FP2. Yeah. FP1, maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah, very good. Uh, hello to Orange Grove and to Jesse Young, EFA. Uh, who's tomorrow, of course, because in Australia. 24th birthday for Jesse. Happy birthday. Won't be an exciting one today. I'll be trying to enjoy it, though. Make of it what you can. Hello to Jet and the family. And happy birthday to Jet for a couple of days ago as well. It's Wagamama's here uh, for the, uh, to treat the kids. Firecracker curry for me, very spicy. But he has made it. So no airfares there. Uh, hello to uh, Dan Trent, to Jack Gabriel, who's getting the podcast. Getting the E21 Group 2 race car setting uh, ready for its setup at Quintech Racing in a very nice pistachio colour. See, look at the grill on that E21. Nick Damon, did anybody said, I would have bought one of those if only the grill, grill was ten times bigger? Uh, it's, it's seriously undersized, you know. No, size is important, never. apparently. Have a massive grill. I'm going to retweet that because that is a proper BMW. Excellent, excellent stuff, Mr. Gabriel. Thank you. Uh, Jake Parrott is on AFAs tonight, traipsing about the great state of rain. Well, Maine selling some lovely libations. Uh, apropos of my tweet last week, the sun has just come up over the 2014-24 hours of the Nürburgring and it's still anyone's race. <laughs> Excellent. 
stuff. <laughs> Catching up on the archive. Love it. Kevin Payne uh, says, sounds like RC Racing primed and ready for action uh, tonight. Just envious. Uh, they have uh, profiteroles been my favourite dessert for 50 years. And yes, I'm listening live. Alexander Orkin, a short EFA before joining, but looking forward to a brilliant show after a Chinese meal this evening. Uh, and... Uh, looking forward to Le Mans 22 already. Otter FR. Uh, curious if RC Racing will have a rant about Red Bull Racing and its employees. And his traditional support for everything Lewis and the Bratley Bowling Boys when there hasn't been F1 weekend. I think that's harsh, Otter. He's absolutely that's not. absolutely not true. I, I, I have absolutely no time for two members of the Red Bull team, but the rest of the, the rest of the work there um, are um, great, especially Mr. Newey, who's now back from injury, which I didn't even know about. Yeah, Jack Martin uh, is joining us in the morning where he is. Rob Wilkinson, is testing out a homemade seam rig on ACC round Spa in the RSR. Cheaper than buying a 911, certainly is. Chris Suku, uh, no is looking for, forward to the short night. A warm chorizo salad with nuts and seeds. Nice. Very nice. Uh, and you're right. I can't use that on the radio. Uh, and uh, and a lot of people sending Nick uh, advice about where he should get his Triumph TR4A IRS re-sprayed. Uh, we'll possibly even talk about that later. If you know anybody in the centre of England who's very good. Matt Andy Endeen is off to discuss environmental sustainability within uh, the Motor Club this evening. Matt's good stuff. And Stiggy Marley. Hello, Stiggy. Good to have you tonight. I took an extra two hours of overtime just because I knew I could listen live from Ohio. Let's go. All the latest motorsport news from around the world. Midweek Motorsport. And Sarah Rupert's listening uh, as well. Uh, This is the top story. Tim Gray, shuffle your papers. What do you have? I actually heard that. Before we do the top story, I just want to tell you that ThermoClean is the leading specialist of chemical or thermal paint stripping of metals. Yeah, and that's what you can see across the canal from turn two and three of. Uh, ah, excellent, excellent googlage or duck duck goage, well, however you've made that. So that's what they do, right? So there we are. That's what you can see between turns two and three at Zolder. Uh, excellent. Last uh, Thursday, uh, and st- yes, there was a meeting at Paris. Uh, of the FIA World Motorsport Council. Yes. Um, some of those were in Paris. Um, Most of them, actually. Uh, no, there were those uh, members uh, in attendance and those joining by video conference from around the world. Yes. Mm, I'm hybridised t- meeting, you see. I- I'm told from somebody who was there... Um, that most people were there for once. So it, it was by far the biggest meeting they've had for quite a long time. There was only a very small number. Uh, by the way, I've got to, men- got to mention this. Dis- Nick says, uh, Nick Holland says, disappointed. Is it only me that it, disappointed it's not brothers talking to Steve Bruce later? <laughs> I played football against Steve Bruce. Anyway, look it up. Um, yeah, and you've got a job. Yes, that's he's, right. He's got, he's got eight million quid, so uh, hey, he's a lovely man as well. <laughs> he is a lovely man. Gillingham Absolutely. legend. Gillingham legend. Too he nice was, to be uh, a football manager. He was. Uh, he was a very, very uncompromising player when I played against him. That's that's how. It Fortunately, was in we both played in the same Maybe position. Maybe he saw so your weakness. 
Well, no, we didn't. Ha we didn't actually. I mean, we played in opposite teams sometimes, but we didn't actually play against each other because we both played in the same position, which was in defence. So it wasn't usual that we were together. Anyway, moving on. So uh, the FA World Motorsport Council made yes. a lot of decisions. Uh, we're yes. going to come back to the ones about Formula One. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and just quickly go through the other ones. Uh, first of all, right. the uh, calendar's been approved for the 2022 FIA World Rally Championship. What do you notice on this, John? Um, no Britain. No Britain still. But there's a there's a TBA in the middle of summer, which is going to be Ireland. It might be Ireland, yes. It's tarmac. It's tarmac. In August. What well, surely if notice? it was tarmac, it would be in Scotland. No. What else? What? Sorry. What else have you noticed in October? Uh, New Zealand. New Zealand's Zealand back. returns. Yes. Yeah, it's the Rally of the Hobbits. <laughs> the Rabbit of the uh, well, obviously they're going to get in. That's <laughs> that's next year. <laughs> New Zealand's never been a problem to get into as long as you're prepared to wait and not call from Australia. Well, you don't want to go back to Australia afterwards. No. Anyway, moving on. Um... FIA World Endurance Championship. Yeah. Uh, the WC Selection Committee has been given the option to allow grandfathered non-hybrid LMP1 cars in the hypercar category for further year. Yeah, this, this is very, very important. Off the back of the news last week that Alpine, um, of which I think more later in Formula One, um, mm. Alpine have saved a whole load of money by not having to commission a Le Mans... An LMH car, a Le Mans hyper car, and they're instead going to buy uh, a non-existent P2 car and put their own uh, engine uh, and the standard fit hybrid into it. So that saves them uh, cubic tons of money, cubic meters of money, um, and uh, so they're. Uh, so they've got other things to do with their money, as I say, of which more later, but. They kind of don't want to lose them for a year. So they'll keep on recycling the rebellion. Nick Damon. Yeah, but they're going to need it for two years because Alpine said they weren't coming in until 2024. So they'll need no, but two I more old years. I, d I don't think they will. I think the fact that they've made the choice to go with an LMDH means they will get to the party earlier with, with their LM Orica. With their Orica. <laughs> yeah, with their Orica with a Alpine engine and the standard... Uh, the standard uh, hybrid drive. Um, but that does mean that they would have had a fallow year. So it, it kind of makes sense, I think, to keep them in. I think it's a smart move, actually, by keeps the, the, numbers up as well, the ACO, keeps their numbers up. And so they've got two more next year Peugeot, haven't they? In yes, in, in theory. Yeah. In LMH. And what's happening with Glickenhaus, do we know? I'm sure they'll be back for selected rounds. So one that they selected round. So that, no, well, they'll have to do more than one to get to Le Mans. So <laughs> that's what they'll be looking to do. Um, so I, I expect that that will be, that'll be the case. So uh, you could have six or seven then. Yeah. And what yeah. will cars in the second year of their homologation cycle not be able to do? Win the tango. Well, possibly win, but specifically. What what could cause them not to win? No fuel. Engine changes. 
I don't know. Tell uh, me. They have restricted testing. Oh, okay. Well, they've already tested them as much as they need to, uh, surely. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they're going to be balanced, of course, um, as well. But I, I'm not sure that testing the grandfather... The grandf- let's, let's remind ourselves, it's one car at the moment. This is the Rebellion R13, still referred to in all the ACO communique as the Rebellion R13, which has been uh, badge engineered to the Alpine. Which road number is it? Uh, the A A four five one four yeah, <laughs> um, it's the one in Staffordshire. It's the, yes, I was going to say one around Stoke somewhere, isn't it? Um, and uh, so it is just one car, um, but they're expecting to you know balance. Now it may mean that they are giving a little more performance to balance them into the same performance window as it's called, as the hyper cars for twenty twenty one. I think more interesting. Is John, that John, I yeah. again. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, but I, I do think it is, is interesting that they've kept it for another year. Yeah, I think so as well. I think it, it's, it's giving that... Uh, you don't want... I suppose, really, they don't want to disperse the team, do they? So they'll, and, and I suppose, being generous, even if they um, decided to not come in in 23, they would still want to go testing, wouldn't they? So they wouldn't have to, to lay off anyone. They could just have them on, on board as a testing team. Actually, do Alpine use Hughes's guys? They kind of, you know, the they do they FM. The, the That's people? a good question, and a question that I don't know the answer to, and I feel I should, um, but unfortunately I don't. Uh, new testing limitations to prevent cost escalation, um, and this is for. But this surely, um, oh yes, I see. Ahead of the twenty twenty one season. Um, and entering the second of years in order to prevent cost escalation. So everybody else can test and escalate their costs, but Alpine, you can't. Well, your car's or Toyota. Sort of thing. Or Glickenhaus. Exactly. Ah, right, ahead. Right, not for all, all the, the cars that raced this year were the ones yeah. hum- that are covered by this ban. If yeah, they're okay. Cars. No, no. Yeah. But not LMDHs. Well, there aren't any LMDHs, and there won't be the next year either. Um, but that that not okay. But that means Peugeot can test their little hearts to their little hearts out until they put, until they stick the rear back on again. Mm. <laughs> they won't. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Lots more sports car news later on in the show. In our visit Cayman Island sports car news section, which we will have, um, share Adam for we will this week as we. Uh, uh, Phil says, really missing the uh, UK round of uh, rally and WEC, uh, of course. Yeah, we aren't doing well at the moment. If it's snubbed. Um, two completely different reasonings behind that, though. Well, it's financial for the rally. What is it for, for World Endurance? It's financial again, isn't it? Well, yeah, all right. <laughs> Sli- two slightly different reasons, then. But it's not the same financial reasons. The, the LMEM, who run the... WEC on behalf of the ACO and the FIA, that's Le Mans Endurance Management, they can't come to an agreement for the dates they want and the price they want uh, for Silverstone at the time of year that they would rather are like to have it. Where, where are the circuits available? Other circuits are available. You're absolutely right. But they're Tim. not grade one. But, but they don't have to be grade one. No, but they want grade one. Yes. Very good point. Very good point. Every circuit they go to, they go to, to every, 
they still get to go to the isn't is, is, is Le, Le, Mans. Le Mans. Yeah. And that's it's too long. And that's because it's Le Mans. Yeah. And so that's not even the point. But, you know, I think it's been transient. So the reason for the rally is because we can't find a sponsor. Possibly. Yes. Or a venue. Oh, okay. I was talking venue. Find a venue. I was talking about this. Funny they, enough, they do also go to Sebring, of course, in the WEC, and that's not a Grade One circuit. That's oh, well, a good point. Well, yes. well made. Uh, yes. Oh, you've got me there. Can't no. argue that point. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. I should walk away with my slopy shoulders. The the Rally GB when it was in Wales, particularly, was a very nice earner for what was then called uh, the RSA Motorsports Association, now named after a exceedingly long-running ITV motorsports programme called Motorsports UK. Um, they, um, they, they've made good money out of that, um, mainly for the fact that an awful lot of public money went into it from the Welsh Government and effectively Visit Wales underwrote it, more than underwrote it. Um, I presume that that money isn't available to them anymore and nobody else wants to kick in. Um, so it's not it's not a question of whether the World Rally want to come or not. It's whether the ESN wants to put the rally on. The, the, um, the National yeah, Sporting yeah, yeah. Association. Sorry, I should have said that. It's a bit odd, really. I've been mixing with people who've been in and, in and out of FIA. It's less odd that we haven't got a World Endurance Championship round than it is that we haven't got a rally Oh, uh, no, no, I, I think... I, 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 I disagree, think yeah, I agree with but John But we've got here. a number... That, several of the rally teams are based in this country. S- several of the... No. Several None teams of in both are None based. of the World Endurance manufacturers are based in this country. But there's loads well, of you, teams. He said you thought it was more odd that... We, we didn't have a WEC, then we didn't no, have a rally. No, no, it's more, oh, we haven't got the rally. Oh, yes, right. in that yes, case, I agree yes. with you. No, in that case, I agree with you. No, That's you not what you said, no, though. No, I, 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 what I said in my head uh, <laughs> was it was more odd that we didn't have a rally. It's not what's written on I'm the card. Ma- obviously, it's not because I'm a massive rally fan, as you know, but I do think we should have a rally, given how much we we are in, we as a country is involved in rallying. Yeah. Um, but it's only Ford that's based here. Yeah, but that's, that's saying it's only, you know... Well, there's Who's only three manufacturers. Hmm. You know, there's not. Uh, how many manufacturers are based in New Zealand? How many manufacturers are based in Spain? I, no, 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 no. I, I, I accept I know, that. I know it's not the way it's done. No, no. But they're always no, used to be. To be fair, there's like no it. rally in uh, Korea, is there? For Hyundai, mm. not yet. Oh no! Hang on. There is a Seoul. Is no, there a Seoul round? No, oh Formula no, that's Formula E. e you've got Formula that E. You've gone there. Formula right. E's got 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 Seoul. <laughs> Bit of a crazy calendar formula, isn't it? Yeah. They go Saudi Arabia to Mexico to China to Italy. Then they've got a little. There was a TBC here. before that. Yeah, but that's not going to happen, is it? Okay. <laughs> uh, Indonesia, Canada. I mean, Canada and USA are a fortnight apart, so that's sensible. Then they come back but the, to Europe. But, but they're either side, though, aren't they? Vancouver and New York. Well, yeah, it takes a long time to drive across uh, Canada. No, I'm saying they're not. They're not. They're three hours apart time zone wise. Even the train takes four days. Uh, and then they go from London to Seoul. They've massively eschewed European rounds, haven't they? Mm. They've, got They've got five. Four, is it? Four. Four, four plus the TBC. And the TBC. Yeah. Although the TBC is going to be Uruguay, isn't it? It is a proper, proper world champion, fair enough. But Uruguay is where it's meant to be. But, um, yeah. Um, that is quite an interesting calendar. Certainly they're going to be, for an environmentally friendly series, who are racking up the air miles. Now, Nick was, Nick was talking about the new qualifying format. Yes. Team. Would you like to, for, for the uninitiated, 
This sounds to me a I, little I'd bit like, like to uh, invoke a maxim here, which Go is, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It is broke. Mm. It was very broke. broke, wasn't it? I mean, this is the point about it, that the, the, the qualifying was actually causing the biggest problem of all is actually annoying the manufacturers to the point where they're thinking, they're thinking what's the point? I mean, right. four of them if you, if, you, if you remember, the qualifying groups were governed by... Um, it, it's a bit like the draft in um, baseball, basketball and MLB. The more successful you are, the worse picks you had. So, And in fact, exactly the same as World Rally. Uh, seeded on... Um, your position in the championship gets the worst road position on Friday. Mm. So exactly the same as that. Well, so that now depends on what surface it is, doesn't it? Yes, that's true, because if it's tarmac, yeah, it's and absolutely now, and, now and now we're swapping stories. Yeah, slightly. yeah, okay. No, let, let me, so, th- so let me let me quickly let read me out, let me just quickly read out the synopsis Yes, go for of it. Of what's going on. A new qualifying format divided into groups and followed by head-to-head duels has been approved to maximise excitement for fans and encourage the emergence of the best drivers and teams. Well, that's what qualifying should do, really. Isn't it hasn't it? been doing. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> Two groups of 11 drivers will be based on the general classification of the drivers' championship. I haven't mentioned the cars there, by the way, just the drivers at the moment. Uh, apart from the first round of the season, and we'll have 10 minutes of track time each with no restriction on the number of lap opportunities to a, a, a achieve a time at the 220 kilowatt power level. What are they doing for the first race of the season, then, John? They're going to do rock, paper, scissors. Oh, that'd be fantastic. I haven't I'll got down to that bit yet. 220 is about 275 horsepower, isn't it? No, it's higher. One is kilowatt it? is more than one horsepower. Oh, okay. It's 275 horsepower, about, about that. After that, the top four from each group will then progress to the duels at 250 kilowatts about per level. 315, I think. If I'm wrong, I apologise. It's my, off the top of my head calculation. On a knockout basis, starting with four quarterfinals, followed by two semifinals, and then a final to define the grid of the race. The winning driver of the final duel is qualified first and the loser second according to the times achieved in the second final duels. The losers are qualified third and fourth according to the times obtained in the quarterfinal duels. Losers are qualified between fifth and eighth. Are, are you following this? Yeah. Yes, I was slightly wrong. It's uh, The first lot is 295 horsepower. Yeah. And for the final, they have... Um, hang on, press the wrong number there. It's not really good. 300 stuff. Uh, 335 horsepower. So this is not... Uh, dissimilar to pure ETCR. Now they do it because there's only six cars in the world for that, so they can't have everybody out at the same time because they have more drivers than they have cars and they have to basically come from two sides of a ladder. But this is something similar to where we're going to have duels. I remember doing downhill uh, mountain bike racing. The Coors downhill yeah, yeah. duels yeah, that we sponsored when, when I was promoting well, they'd, Coors they'd many years ago. They do a lot of that in the snow. That, that um, mogul competition is side by does side it, now, isn't it? Does this work for you, then? Uh, it's changing the current system, which is so broken it's not true. Um, it's going to get the problem. The, the, the previous system was designed to keep the championship open, so they could make stupid things like thirteen drivers had a chance of winning with mm-hmm. a round to go. Yeah. Um, but it, it completely, as you say, it penalised people, stopped any consistency. It also made it very difficult to work out who was where in the championship because they win a race on one day and then start twenty second the next day. Um, you know, it's 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 better. There was a better chance of the better driver being at the top, and then it should stop. The, all the top guys being in the back two rows at least, so that'll make it more likely that they'll be able to get some points each time. But you know what? This is meant to be something different. Remember, this was sold as not traditional motorsport, not for the dinosaurs who wanted to see traditional qualifying in cars that look like F1 cars. This was meant to be something different. So I, 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 I like them trying this. Tim? 
how long is this going to take? Well, there's no one watching it, it's fine. Well, they've got plenty of time, Tim. Yeah, the, the, but the, the, I, the, I disagree with anything where the qualifying takes two and a half hours and the race is 45 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I can't argue that point. No, that is a fair <laughs> point. They're not that going to do point. this in less than the time it takes to do a race. No, because it's 45 minutes. They've changed the rules of that. Did you hear about what they're doing with that as well? Well, a new, a new race format has also... The uh, safety car, which... A new race for, format has also been validated. It includes the compensation of the safety car of full-course yellow periods with the addition of time. Instead of an energy reduction, it will reduce the impact of neutralisation periods on the overall time of the race in green flag conditions whilst protecting the strategic role of the energy management. 45 seconds per minute of full-course yellow. Which stops them getting into the ridiculous situation where people were had a battery that was still quite capable of them running at full speed but were running out of of energy available, allocation available energy they always call it yeah a, yeah. a half a lap or a lap no, before it, the it end was, it was a silly idea this is a, this is a great idea for the fans a slight headache for some of the broadcasters because you get you know undefinite time periods touring cars have done it for years hmm. No, no, they have. Yeah, yeah, up to three laps there, weren't there? There's, there's a flag on, on yeah. each touring cars. I like the... F- I mean, it, and everybody knows what it's going to be. 45 seconds per minute. Which is interesting, because it doesn't necessarily mean it's a lap. No. Because they do 45 minutes plus one lap. So say you can do 22... Yeah, you, you probably need two two minutes to get an extra lap out of it. No, no, because the in Formula E, it's a time period plus one no, lap. No, I'm saying, but if, if you think about it, if, if you cross the line at... 45 minutes and one second, or 45 minutes and 46 seconds, you still have the same number of laps to do, because then you had the one lap added onto it. Yes, true. So, it's yeah, it's it's a moot point in some, but yeah. I think it makes sense for them to do time, because it is a time-certain race. And is it whole minutes, or is it uh, pro rata? Oh, 45 seconds per minute, or part thereof, it does not say that. I think it's per minute, but then I think you'll find the the full course yellows will be there and be timed... To, to the, the minute. minute, that's pretty much easy for a full course to be done, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I think that's good. I think that's good. I think both these rules, in fairness to Formula E, are positive. Yeah. I think, as as Tim says, I don't watch qualifying, but if you do watch qualifying, you're gonna need yourself a beverage and popcorn. Uh, it's like a Marvel film length thing, isn't it? You know, it's like IndyCar. It's seventeen acts. It's like you know, it's like IndyCar. Two halves, then the fast. 12, 12, 12 then the fast six. Then, the, but at least then the fast six, then the, fast the whole two, thing the fast is four. over in much less time <laughs> than a race. Quite quick three. The yeah, r- because the races are longer, not because the qualifying shorter, <laughs> though, Tim. The qualifying is oh, yes. still too long. It's just the races are longer because they've got internal combustion engines and not batteries. Stop it. No, it's true. Well, this is, of course, the last year of this regulation, isn't it? Yeah, And we go to more powerful cars next, well, no, you're in a bit wasted. Um, remember, the batteries were designed for the length of the race, not the length of the race designed for the batteries. No, no, that's, that's fine. No, 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 that's, that's, it's, uh, that wasn't a, a criticism. I was just saying no, that that's they the were never They're always designed to... to it, it was always the aim of the series to have battery management involved, power management. Anything involved. more from FIA Motorsport Board Council before we uh, move on? I wanted to talk about the FIA Single Seater Commission. Ooh, really? And I think on. Nick does. Was there only one person in it? Are we talking about how... Oh, yes, very good. Are we talking about form, Formula 2 and 3? It would be pointless to have uh, more than one, uh, John, wouldn't it? Yes, exactly. No, no point in even attempting it. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, 
the FIA Formula 2 Championship has followed the lead of the FIA Formula 3 Championship uh, to approve on its e-vote uh, changes yes. to the format of the Championship. Facts, facts, facts. facts. Well, after, after this year's unmitigated failure... Mm. Um, of, a, of a program which didn't work for either of them with three no, races, two reverse qualifying, you know, another one where the actually most important race was the last race, but by then everyone was depressed about the guy the previous two races and it was all ridiculous. And the fact that Formula 3 finished in March yes, and, Formula, and Formula 2 hasn't yeah, finished will, will yet. Never finish. No, Formula 2 is actually two finishing several years' started. time. Yes. Uh, and, and because of that, no Formula 2 drop. Anyway, the fact that they've gone the other way now and they have, they've gone back to two races Per weekend. per weekend, the long one first, the short one second, and right. the, but they've, they've gone up to fourteen rounds. So all this cost-saving malarkey from this year has been this is swept for, under the carpet. This is for F two, for F two. So right. now we've got twenty-eight rounds of F two, and we have eighteen rounds over eighteen races. Sorry, over nine rounds for Formula Three, and sorry, fourteen rounds with twenty-eight races, um, all sporting F one. Um, all round various different parts of so the world. So does that mean we will get F2 and F3 at the same places? Some, some of them, yes. Yeah, some of them, yes. Yeah, there's, oh, there's, yes. I, I think there's fact, a couple... F3 couple doesn't go anywhere that F2 does, I think. Um, they both go to Bahrain. Formula 2 yep, goes to Imola. Saudi Arabia. They both go to Imola. They both go to Spain. They Formula 2 goes to Monaco. Formula 2 on its own goes to Azerbaijan. All right, so so F3 never Britain. have a, high, a headline weekend. They both weekend. go to Austria, they both no. go to Hungary, they both right. go to Belgium, they both go to the Netherlands, they both go to Italy, and then the last two yes. Formula 2 now, events are why do you think that is, Tim? Uh, well, I can think of two reasons. Uh, one, well, And you mentioned both of them when we looked at last year's idea and went, well, that's silly. And you mentioned them both. And the first one, one is... The cost-saving measures uh, <laughs> that were the reason behind introducing the previous format were never going to save costs. They haven't saved costs. Everything is no. more expensive. This is going to be actually be more expensive uh, again. Again. Um, but only because but they're doing it, but more at least. races. But actually, they're only going to 14 events. They're going yeah. to 16 events this year. Yeah. Between but, two teams. But, but at least this time... There are more flyaways though, Nick. Uh. At least this time, the teams who run an F2 and an F3 team, at least they have a potential of travelling to yeah, the yeah. same yes, place yes, yes, at yes. the same time. And some of the functions, not all of the functions within the teams, can be shared. So there are things that can be shared across two teams. Whereas this year, they were having to employ extra people, weren't they? That was the issue, because they were never in the same place yeah. twice. Yeah, so, so it's a much, much improved. It's still a very long season for Formula 2, which I think is they shouldn't do. I think they should try and finish Formula 2 early. The, the, the eight-week gap between the penultimate event and the ultimate yes. event are, is, that is, is the not issue. That is a brilliant idea. I think no one wants to finish in Sochi, though, do they? And I assume Yas Marino paid several pounds to have the last round there as well. Yes. Uh, we'll talk about Yas Marino a little bit more later on when we talk about Formula 1. Um, by the way, I'm told by uh, the brilliant Carol Brink that uh, recently in an uh, American football game, they did actually do rock, paper, scissors instead of a coin toss, which is fantastic. Have they lost the coin? I, I think they must have, have lost going, the uh, coin. They're going uh, cash-free, aren't they? All, Best of three by the, the look uh, of it. Hang on. All got to be contactless and uh, yeah, 
it, it seems like they did best of three as well on that. Um, I, I don't think that was an NFL game, in fairness. But they, <laughs> I do love... It looks like a college game, uh, as Shea has rightly said. Add spectatorium well, you're please. You're there to learn, aren't you? Yes, absolutely. But fair play to the ref. For, you know, well done the um for, for just getting it done. Uh, uh, add spectatorium if you'd like to get in touch with us. Dave Alcock says a quick f formula for calculating horsepower from electrical energy is 750 watts is one horsepower. So eight horsepower is six kilowatts. I know that as that's the power of the new Citroen Ami. Wow. Mm, six okay. kilowatts. Right. So, uh, so six, eight, 48 horsepower. Excellent. Whatever, yes. All Fine. of 48 horsepower for that car. Uh, you're listening to Midweek Motorsport and Tim Gray's up in London. Where would you like to go next, Tim? I Are just we want to make one more Council? point on Formula oh, 2 sorry, and Formula ahead. 3, which yeah, is go on. that part of the reason that they didn't want them racing together... Uh, apart from this cost saving, was uh, to allow more time in the schedules for other things. So does this mean that we're not going to be seeing W Series or the Porsche Super Cup um, well, no, at no. the ones that no. Formula 3 are at? No. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Porsche Super Cup pay. They do. Right. So that that won't be an issue. It's a question of how much money W Series raise for next year or have raised for next year. Anybody who's worked in a British club round or British even a British touring car round mm. where it's race, 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 knows that F1 where it's practice, let's all have a cup of coffee and a couple of cigarettes. Let's have another practice. You know, there's so much space in that programme that they could absolutely cram it. There would be no issue with, with, with W Series, with... Um, anything there's so much even with four four races and several practices three and four there's still plenty of space for other stuff as well if you actually just want to run yeah they're, they're only running what four hours in total of F1 over two days on Thursday and Friday sorry Friday and Saturday have they given up on the idea of uh, trying to squeeze Formula 1 into two days yes yes that's mm. all got out the window now because they're chasing cash and if you're going to charge 23 different people with money for a for a, uh, a sanctioning fee you better give them enough chance to try and get somebody through the gate the uh, last thing I want to mention from the FIA World Motorsport Council is actually from the FIA's Rally Commission uh, because the calendar's been approved this is calendar news calendar's been approved <laughs> for the 2022 African Rally Championship uh, oh, right. starts in February with the Rally Bandama Cote d'Ivoire uh, then in April, it's the Equator Rally Kenya. May is the Pearl of Africa Uganda Rally. July, the Rally of Tanzania. Uh, end of September, the Rwanda Mountain Gorilla Rally. Yes. End of October, the Zambia International Rally. And the 19th of November is the Rally of South Africa. And that brings us on to our preview of this year's Rwanda Mountain Gorilla Rally, which right. is this weekend. No. And how many mountain gorillas are taking part? Uh, no mountain gorillas are taking part, but there are 17 cars entered. Wow. And we'll talk okay. about those in a moment. Uh, the rally will be run over three days. There is a qualifying stage on Friday. Mm -hmm. um, and this is going to be... Now, where did I see that that was going to be? That's going to be... Da -da 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 -da. In Rwanda? It's all in Rwanda. That's at Amahoro Stadium. 
and that is open to spectators. Ah, excellent. So if you want to go and and watch the qualifying stage, (laughs) uh, you need to to present proof of vaccination and a negative COVID test done within 48 hours. And a gorilla. Well, if you've got a gorilla, you're exempt. (laughs) uh, Could I see the the gorilla's uh, vaccination certificate? Yeah, you ask him. (laughs) (laughs) Right. There's that... uh, not the nine o'clock news sketch comes to mind. Gerald. Yes. Yeah. Gerald. Gerald. Yes. Gerald Wild. I was absolutely livid. Livid. <laughs> livid I was. Look it up, people. Look it up. Uh, anyway, eight of these 17 entrants are from Rwanda. Uh, and they are Giancarlo David, Jean-Claude Gacquire, Jean Giesen, Eleftherios Mithros, who doesn't sound very Rwandan. He sounds slightly Greek. Quite Greek. Hmm. Adolf... Inshimini Mana, Christian mm-hmm. Kanangiri, Mayaka Felikini Amigo, and Mike Rutuku. Uh, but it's a fully international field. Yeah. Uh, because the current leader of the African <coughs> Rally Championship is Kenya's Carl Tundo, uh, and he's likely to win the championship, wrap it up this weekend, because uh, he's got such a big lead. Second in the championship. Uh, he's not mathematically secure, though, is he? If he had a nightmare and didn't finish, oh, if finish, he didn't he finish, could finish still then be yes, yes, yes. Um, but if he wins, and let's remember, he's won four rallies in a row in this championship. Yeah. Um, if he wins, then no one can catch him uh, in the final round in South Africa in November. Uh, South Africa is home to Guy Bottrell, who is second in the championship. Uh, we also have uh, Nasser Yazi from Uganda, Anwar Hamza from Kenya, Din Imtiaz from Burundi, uh, Maxim Wahome from Kenya, and a driver who has the best name possibly for rallying. It's Kenya's... Div Sideways. McRae Kimathi. Oh. That's right. very good. Yeah. Uh, so... The so basically, humans are the only primates taking part then? Yes. The stages, uh, apart from the initial qualifying stage, we run uh, in the Bukasira district, which is in the eastern province. Uh, there will be running from 8am till 5pm on Saturday and from 8am till 1pm on Sunday. So uh, we'll have uh, results on the show next week. I'm very excited. I, I have to say, it has galvanise people's uh, interest in this. I, I'm, I'm pretty um, disappointed um, that we haven't got... Um, well, it should all be named, shouldn't it? it should be the new, as you said, the New Zealand Hobbit Rally. Um, yeah, it could good. be the Scottish Loch Ness Monster Rally. Yeah. And, um, you know, my, my international animals are failing me now, but uh, the Spanish Pyrenees Mountain Goat Pyrenees Mountain Court, yes. Uh, for the benefit of the people who are asking on Twitter, uh, the total number of stage miles is 295 kilometres. Right. That's brilliant. The number of miles is 295 kilometres. Well, they're yeah. asking well, how many stage miles it was, and I've only well, got some kilometres, so it's like on 200 m- miles. I'm going to drop into Marriott mode here. Go on, then. I was having a very interesting conversation <laughs> about stage mileage on Monday night with Ari Vatanen, and about... Sorry, should I, should I pick that back up again? What? That name you just dropped. That one there? <laughs> yeah, that one there, yeah. 
the Ari or the Vata. Oh, it's okay. Was he naked? No, he wasn't. <laughs> In that he case, this story is not, uh, not really worth telling. <laughs> not, not as good as Declan's. It's going. never as good as Declan's. <laughs> no, it, it, um, they say never meet your heroes, don't they? Um, and I was I was with two of, of my motorsport heroes. Actually, no, more than that. Uh, I was with about four or five of my motorsport heroes because David Richards, Marino Franchitti and Tom Christensen were also in attendance and we were having a chat over a... a Sorry, a, hang on, hang on. This is a mass Just village, picking those up as well. Just picking those ones up too. Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, it, and all of those live up to their billing, I have to say. Super, super people to be with. And we virtually put the world to rights. Um we did have a very long conversation <laughs> and, and the Ari Vatner naked story comes from when Ari was running for FIA president. No, team, no, it? it comes from that period but it happened a long time before that. Yes, I know that but it came, it yes. <laughs> you par- pardon the expression, <laughs> it came out <laughs> yes, exactly. when we were talking yeah. about that and, um, uh, and we were musing over, not, ha- not better or worse but how different the last, how long has Sean Todd been president now? Eight Twelve? years. Twelve? How long, Tim? Eight. Well, nine years, really, was, isn't it? Right, really. Oh, he got an extra year, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yes, he got that extra year. What a different decade it might have been if Ari had, had won the the vote. We were musing on that. Quite interesting. And what did you say? What do you think would have been different? I I, th- I I don't think we'd have twenty three Grand Prix. That's not down to FIA. It's down to. We might have twenty three rallies, though. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, I think. Yeah, but I think we should probably have a conversation about this when it happens in December. But I don't think he's done that bad a job. I think, he, in many ways, he's not done. He has definitely not been as I expect him to be. I thought he'd be a meddler, and he's been the exact opposite of that. Should we talk about the timetable for elections for the president and council well, of the uh, well, FIA? Well, yes. Uh, as as my name dropping has seemed to <laughs> moved us into that <laughs> unexpectedly. I could have moved us in another direction because I've got a. Another story which could have come off of that one. No, no, talk about that. We'll that's a, that's a good thing to talk about because it's, it's re- this is this is something that for most motorsport enthusiasts goes on behind the scenes, and we try to th- to shine a bit of a spotlight on it. If well, okay, not a spotlight, a, a small incandescent bulb on it. The last time it happened, nearly a decade ago, and it's something that I would like to do again this year, and I would like to try and get. We got Ari on the show last year to talk about uh, last year, last time, eight to talk nine about years it. ago. Yeah, yeah, nine years ago, um, Ari came on the show and talked about his vision, and we we asked John Todd, and he he didn't want to come on. And I, I think we should ask both of the candidates this year. It's it's not motorsport enthusiasts that get to make this decision. It's the um, sporting associations of... Uh, yeah, but it's, all, no, it's also the Campion Caravan Club. It's, it's the, well, it's the um, it's people, safety people as well. It's everybody. It, it's people who are FIA members. Affiliated, yeah. Affiliated members, yeah. Um, and I, th- I think it's something that needs to, to have a, a broader discussion about given that we are all stakeholders in this, to use a, a term, I think it's something that needs to be it needs to be more transparent. And there are many f- manifestos out, and actually I'll, I'll send them to the responsible... In fact, Tim, you've got them. Can you post the, the links to the manifestos on, on the collective so that people can go and have a look at them? Oh, I could do, yes. I mean, you yeah, could just go that. to the FIA website because uh, they're there for you to 
yes, peruse it's, it's, and it's download. The, it, and unlike finding the information we needed this evening for their, their motorsport council, council yeah. uh, the election is a big headline on the front page. And it's available so what, in two languages. What, what is the French and... English. Translated French. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so yeah. Translated what from French. Uh, what is the... Yes, there's, there's a very big difference. Good point there, Tim. Uh, so what is the timetable, Tim? Uh, uh, well, who are the two candidates? It all starts this weekend. There may be more than oh, two right. candidates because yes. well, the deadline right. for applications is October the 22nd. That's Friday. Ooh. So we might get a late entrant. Oh, yeah, I think it's very yes. unlikely, but we might well, What do. have you got to do to get to, be, to, to stand then? Is it like you know, like a parliamentary election here in the UK? You've got to put your your, your deposit down and uh, register with the acting returning officer, or do you have to be nominated by an ASN I or think you a just member? Have to uh, be nominated and seconded. I think we could probably do that. Shall we throw our hats in the ring? You have to be seconded by like a proper proper organisation. <laughs> Can you find two ASNs to uh, support you? Probably I mean, for the next stage, you'll need to get uh, like 110 of them. So, oh, that's uh, more well, of an issue, isn't it? Yeah. Well, the place you've said that now, <laughs> perhaps, perhaps 105, not an issue. Yeah, <laughs> I, I reckon. I reckon there's 100 we could get to. Probably 98, 99. I reckon we'd definitely you know. get Rwanda. Yeah, well, yeah, like, we do Rwanda we love us. Love us, absolutely top of their list. We are for voter support, and 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 all the mountain gorillas would vote Fantastic. for us. Fantastic, yeah. Well, they're not allowed to. So, vote. do you think we could t- see now? This is a, this is an interesting concept. Do you think <laughs> we could take the FIA, FIA uh, presidency, take it from being a single person, right? To a sort where are you of going with this? To, to, <laughs> to, to a gorilla. To, to the collective. To Collect- a collective. Collective gorillas. No, no, to a collective. No, I see, yeah. No. So, I, you know, I no. think that would be an awful idea. I think, I think the last thing you want is any more committees involved at the top end of motorsport. Let's have a dictator. Benevolent, hopefully. Anyway, 17th of December is when the General Assembly will uh, elect... An elected oligarchy. Uh, everyone. Uh, 17th of? December. Right. Two okay. days after and my birthday. between... J- so... We'll we'll try between now and then. We will we will find out after this weekend. We will know who the candidates are. We know two of them already. Graham Stoker is one. Who's the other, Tim? Um, Nick. The Mohammed bin Suleiman is it? Yes. Got the yes, it is. Yeah. I don't want to get if I've got if I've missed out a syllable. The name. I apologise. Yeah. Graham Stoker, I know, is the current deputy president for motorsport, isn't he? For sport. Yes. Because one has to remember that the FIA, of course, we think of the FIA as this overarching organisation of motorsport, but it is far more than that, Nick. Oh, yeah, I mean, it, it governs... Hence, hence the Caravan Club and the yeah, and then, Automobile and, and Club and of America. I'm absolutely certain that when Jean Tot is asked about what he's most proud of, he won't be talking about F1, he'll be talking about road safety. Road safety, safety. Um, absolutely. You know, it, it, that's, his, that's his Nobel that's Prize, his, isn't it? Well, that's he, I think he's, that's his, certainly he's... Uh, Legion d'honneur, at least. Mm. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it, we, we we joke about it, but he, the the progress made through Max and 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 Jean over the past twenty years has been monumental. It's been amazing how far they come. So much so that they've, you know, it's interesting that when the, the, the reaction to the um, current chip crisis is cars is when these t- when these people strip the chips out to make the cars more basic, they lose end cap stars, don't they? Yeah, um, I'm. I've just been told by Matthew Hendman that it was the 23rd of October 2009 
that Sean Todd was elected president. But it's 12 years. I think it was 12 years. Yeah, you said it was 12 years spot on. Did he get... He got a third term, did he? Yeah. 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 I thought it was 12 years, and then Tim confused me with his extra year for COVID. Uh, and the brilliant Alan Prosser, instead of a stream gar- uh, grab, has found the... Not the nine o'clock news. Uh, Gerard the Gorilla. <laughs> Um, Gerard Wild? I was livid. Um, and I've just retweeted that. I'd expect you to it. Uh, this is from James O'Donnell. F1 support races from National Series would be a sustainable way forward. Local Carrera Cup races. Not financially, um, Br- it wouldn't. Well, no. For but in terms, No, but in terms of, of sustainability, you're not having to people uh, to travel. He's not wrong there, is he? It's cheaper to plant more trees and develop, and develop um, sustainable fuel. If you're a... Uh, Carrera Cup team based in Kent, uh, then Spa is a lot closer than Knock Hill. And Silverstone? No. Not Silverstone. Oh, I don't know, actually. Well, and this is Crow th- flies. There's a bit of water. Crow flies. <laughs> there's a bit of water in the way. And I'm not yeah, talking but you're, about you're not tents. using any fuel by uh, going across the water because you not put true, your truck on you a train and. Uh, yeah, that's electric. Which, See? you know, no, that just good. comes from fairy dust. Electric comes from fairy dust, doesn't comes it? comes from the sun and the wind. Windmills. Mm. And then when there's no wind, it comes from gas from Russia. We don't talk about that, though, do we? Yours might do. Or Mine or doesn't. Or coal fire uh, power stations from China. Yeah, let's not talk about that either. Anyway, COP26. Knock yourselves out. Let's talk about Tom Christensen, as uh, John mentioned him earlier. Yeah. Uh, what does he have in common with... Mm-hmm. Sebastian Loeb. Micka Hackett. Oh, 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 I know, I know, I know. Stop the clock, stop the clock. Did it, did it, did it, did it. clock? Well, you know, <laughs> he, he was going through. I wanted to. Oh, I whilst, 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 whilst I'm still on fine. top points. I have no idea. You go for it. He's, he's driving in the race of champions, fire and ice. He's correct. Although you, uh, you could also have said he's a nine time champion. Uh, although that's not true of Micka Hackett, of course. Uh, but hey? well, which is why I didn't see it then. Because it would have been wrong. Mika Hakkinen's driving with Valtteri Bottas. He is, yes. And Tom Christensen's driving with uh, Johan Christofferson, and uh, Peter Solberg is driving with Oliver Solberg. Oh, also taking so. part Matthias Ekstrom and Travis Pastrana. I take it this 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 world championship is, is just the Scandinavian regions, is it? No, it's mm. it's race champions, <laughs> race champions in the Arctic Circle this this year. It'll be dark then. Uh, yeah, probably. Yes. When is the date of that, Tim? It's the February the fifth and sixth. Oh, is it? Oh, yes. okay. Which would have normally been the weekend of of Bathurst, <laughs> wouldn't it? So that's that works quite well. So I could actually do that this year. I you think. Need a big jumper then. You need to have a ski wear out. <laughs> Say again, Tim. Sorry. I said you can go off to Havsbad for it. Yeah, I could. I do like Scandinavia. Although, What's isn't like? Sweden currently closed to tourists? No, Sweden's fine. No, Sweden's, Sweden's open. Fine, is it? Denmark's open. They're all open. Lithuania's shut. Uh, Serbia's open. shut. Morocco's shut, as of today. Really? Mm, they shut it again. Other. Moving on. Uh, well, we've got six minutes till the top of the hour, so we better do something that is quick. Do you want to say hello to Shea? Do you have to say anything else? That's, That's very pretty quick, quick, yeah. Okay. Hello, Cher. 
Hello. There you go. That was all we needed yeah, to do. That's all we, and, and, that's and, all we have and, time for. We'll hear from Shay again next week. Excellent. Excellent. No, later Still. in the show we'll have real Shay, not the hockey Shay. <laughs> real Shay? No, no, that was, was, that real, was real Shay. I actually had to fade up something there to say, hello, Shay. Hello. <laughs> How are you this week, Shay? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> got off script now. I've got off script. That's, that, that's, that's just, you know, script. extra words. Don't forget I'm to put the invoice in. I'm <laughs> typing very quickly into the voice processor to, to get the, the answer to the next question I'm going to ask her. Uh, Shay will be along in a, uh, properly in a, a few moments' time. She's listening in intently. Um, uh, because we've touched on it already and we will touch on it again in the future, yeah. um, I'm going to say Formula One. Hooray! Fake me up! Hey! 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 I'm going over the bumps. Hey! 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 Oh! Hey! That's got that out of the way. Thank right, you. what's uh, Flavio Briatore <laughs> up to, Nick? He's playing a horrible... He's playing a little joke on everyone. He's playing a little bit of joke. He, 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 had a, he had lunch. You know how Flavio keeps having lunch with people and it ends up in the news? Yes. He had lunch with um, Lawrence Stroll, didn't he? Now he had lunch with... Um, Stefano de Monicali. Stefano de Monicali, And they said, they think, oh, we're playing something big. Playing something big. Very exciting. <laughs> and when all Briatore's came back and then the following day they went, no, nah, it's just a joke. What did he actually say? Uh, is, is, is it just a joke? Uh, I'm making it up. Me and we have a lovely time with lunch. I have a lunch with Lawrence. I have a lunch with... <laughs> I mean, it's a fun now. And we have a little jog. It is fun. It's marvellous. Oh, look. Oh, no. I put on more weight and my girlfriend's even younger. <laughs> is that what he said? Well, apart from the bit about the, uh, about the joke, yeah. And where, and where did he say that? Was that in the hotel? Probably in, the, in, yeah. no, in a bar slash waddling in the sea. Moving on. Uh, what's, a, <laughs> what's a joke according to Ralph, uh, Ralph Schumacher? What's a joke with Ralph Schumacher? Yes. Mm. Right. Okay. Can I, I'm, I'm, I'm now in the there world of fantastic self censorship. <laughs> the first four things that came to my mind are completely libelous. So let's it's not libelous that if it's true, Nick. No, but well, it's still not going to be broadcastable. It's, yeah, it's not. Thank you. It's not broadcastable. So, what does <laughs> Schumacher think is a joke? Is what it, do you call? Yep. A sti- what do you call a boomerang that doesn't come back? A stick. A stick. That's a joke. Yeah, um, Even Ralph Schumacher would recognise that. He's as a only joke. got one of the teams, doesn't he? Yes. But I've forgotten which one. <laughs> it's uh, Aston Martin Racing Formula One. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. Is that because he wasn't invited to the dinner with Lawrence Stroll? <laughs> ah. So why why are they why are they particularly singled out for for Ralph looking good for his age good, age suits his face better than being young did No that's very true actually mm. that is he's grown into he's he's grown into his head hasn't he Yeah exactly yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're embarrassing themselves that. apparently I don't actually see how they are I think they got caught out by the change of rake and didn't have the um, wherewithal, stroke um, ability, stroke massive resources, or in fact the original diagrams uh, in which to change their car, <laughs> which Mercedes were able to do. Uh, what does he think isn't going to happen very often? What, for Aston Martin? Yes. Winning. Well, he doesn't think they're going to be at the front very often. Uh, top tens, he doesn't think that's going to happen. Really? I don't think. I, I'm not going to say he's necessarily wrong, but I think no one can predict what's going to happen next year. I know he's talking about the rest team. of this year. Well, I think they'll get plenty of top tens. They've got top tens the last two races. Why won't they get them for the, for, the, for the next few races? Yeah. I mean, they're, right, they're not as good as they were last year. That's because the car was 
it was, was stymied and they, and they didn't develop it properly and that, that is their fault um, but the two of them can occasionally produce a good enough performance to scrape into 7th, 8th, ninth, or 10th you know they're not brilliant but they're not awful I think he's just be, I think he's just literally decided to say something unpleasant for words and uh, being German and having a bit of a sly dig at Seb I think uh, no, he, Seb comes out well from uh, Ralph's critique. He says yeah. uh, um, he describes Seb as a star, and says, uh, "I refuse to believe uh, he is a problem." Well, yes. I mean, the thing is that you can see the car going round sometimes, um, you know. But okay, and of course, you know, no, I can't say it either. <laughs> Oh, I wish we had a camera. Oh, well, I have got a camera. I wish I had the camera on because Nick's contorted facial expressions about what he can and can't say. It's like it's like Chandler in Friends. <laughs> oh, so many things. Things. Ah. Anyway, yes. What isn't going to happen this weekend? Uh, I'm I'm not going to Estoril. What isn't going to happen this weekend? Well, no one's going to win the world championship this weekend. Um, are they going to say there aren't going to be any engine penalties? I don't know. What is it? There's going to be no announcements over Andretti's purchase of no, Sauber. No, not because oh, it's nothing like no. has do- nothing like has done a deal right. it was. That's that's too long a story. Let's come back to that uh, that's in the second. All of that story. Oh. That is that is the end of that story. There is well, no, nothing we didn't say ne- last week about that. Well, my 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 opinion about it not being a done deal has hardened since last week on a purely financial level. Nothing to do with sporting. Nothing to do with Andretti. Nothing to do with their desire. It's all about, unsurprisingly in F1, the money. Mm. Midweek Motorsports, uh, Series 16, Episode 41 continues in a moment. Would you like to hear some of my experimental avant-garde poetry? No? Okay then. It's Midweek Motorsports and still to come. Oh, it's a classic. An absolute classic. Haven't heard that one for ages. Coming up in hour two, more of your tweets, please. Uh, Ian McCarthy says, are we to assume Flavio will not be the big interview anytime soon? Just wait. Guess who? <laughs> guess who? I hey, is. I'm always a bigger man. I'm going to bigger every week. <laughs> yes, that's very true. Very true. I'd spec your team in. Don't forget our uh, special from Historic Racing News with Joe Bradley and Rob Smedley comes up in just on an hour's time. Uh, we'll have more F1 news. We'll have some two-wheeled news and some sports car news with the Visit Cayman Island sports car news roundup with Shea Adam. But next, uh, we're off to Waterloo, which is beside Austin in Texas. Yes, Circuit of the Americas news comes up next. Midweek Motorsport on RS1. We're pleased to be back at the Circuit of the Americas with leading competitors from across the nation, said Sam Barkley of Major League Eating. We're on the threshold of a universe in which a new spam-eating record distinguishes our species. Distinguishes our species? I'm sorry, I didn't read the Major League Eating thing. This is brilliant. MLE? 
MLE, fantastic. Yeah. Not just a Mercedes. What I do like is our this is the 16th series. Yeah. We've spent 16 years saying old people quoting Monty Python isn't funny, and we've finally got Monty Python genuinely straight in, relevant to the show. Relevant. It's about how you use it. I know, I know. Oh, uh, so, Spam, not off no. at, uh, at quarter then. When's this, Tim? It's on Saturday at 6.30pm. It's a qualifying day. Oh, oh! so the big event of, at quarter on Saturday is not Formula One qualifying. Qualifying, I think, start, starts at 10 here. So it starts at 4 o'clock. Yeah. They've got qualifying. Then they've got a gap. Then they could have spam eating. There, it's the concert. Oh, haven't they it's got like a um, day. Haven't they got a Porsche Super Cup qualifying in uh, that gap? No, I think they've actually got um, W Series, actually. Oh, W Series, that's right, yes. Nothing, nothing is but better than competitive eating. Competitive spam eating. And I read the press release, because I was so... And they've got most of the top five, haven't they, of the world of competitive eating? They have. I mean, the current record is uh, held by Richard the Locust Lefebvre uh, <laughs> back in uh, <laughs> 2004. He sounds like a, a, a villain. Yeah. It is a locust. I am Richard the Locust Lefebvre. I, I could shoot from 400 yards or I can eat 14 hot dogs in one minute <laughs> not more than that particularly if you use the Kobayashi method oh, right. you know what the Kobayashi Kimi- method Kimi- Kobayashi where you get, well, pole, you get pole at Le Mans three times in a row the, well the, the re- <laughs> there is there is now an accepted method of um, competitive eating in hot dogs um, where you're allowed to split the hot dog from the bun and you put the bun in water don't and you and you put the bun in water or some kind of liquid lemonade sometimes people use to soften it to get it in quicker that's the that's that method. Just, well, yeah, the you pe- didn't think I knew anything about competitive uh, eating, did you? Good grief! I was absolutely certain you did. Um, <laughs> people for fine technology. So anyway, so, so what, tell me more his, about who's his competing. Record? Do you know? Is this in six pounds? His, his, his record was uh, set in twelve minutes and is two point seven two kilos. <gasps> six pounds, isn't it? It is. Wow. Six pounds, but that's an eight-minute competition now. Oh, is it? Oh yeah. It's got they're, yeah. they're trimming it down for television. No, that was six minutes. Because 12, minute, no, 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 12. So 12, 12 minutes. minutes of chewing is right. far too much. Eight minutes of oh, so this is sprint. So this is sprint. Actually, the odd thing is often not that fat, are they? No, 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 it's not about that. It's not about that. So so this is sprint spam eating then. Yeah. Among the entrants are Jeffrey Esper. SRO must be involved in this somehow. <laughs> Squeeze it down a bit. Go on. Jeffrey Esper, who is uh, ranked number two in the world. Yeah. Uh, also, Mickey Sudo. Uh, who sounds Japanese, but is actually from Tampa, Florida. He's number five in the world. And the number six uh, in the world, Nick Wary. He's also from Tampa, Florida. I have a genuine question about this. Yeah. Are are those their spam rankings or their general general consumption rankings? Yeah, these these are competitive eating rankings. Again, I have another question. So we now know spam is part of it, and we know hot dogs is part of it. I'm pretty sure donuts are. The the famous uh, 4th of July international hot dog uh, competition in Coney Island is... uh, I mean, it's shown live on ESPN. Still is. Still is. Um, But hang on. So so we've got hot dogs, and we've got spam, which I hadn't heard of before this week. Right. So what else is in the ranking system? Well, they um, have... 80 events a year. Um, it can't just be spam and hot dogs. It's not just spam and hot dogs. They do all sorts well. of things. I'm sure but we've gone through this on a show, oh, show before, haven't we? Or maybe You'd win it casually. Is there a comp- casual competitive eating? Because Nick is the absolute <laughs> king of casually eating 32 profiteroles without even knowing. It was some. Uh, only 10 days ago, 
it was the world's pumpkin pie eating championships. Ah, right. Which were held in Jeffersonville. They're topical. They're topical. Every country fair won by uh, Joey Chestnut. (laughs) And how much pumpkin pie did he consume in eight minutes? All of it. In weight? In weight. Pounds and ounces. Eight pounds, six ounces. Oh, no, I think think 15 pounds. Double that, Nick. 16 pounds, 12 ounces. Thank you. I win that one. That was deal of the century. It wasn't the quiz. It it was. It was. (laughs) No, we've got a different quiz coming later. (sighs) Don't believe it. The first time I've got anything close. Uh, (laughs) Back in September... Um, mm-hmm. There were two events <laughs> on the I same am day. I'm interested in this. Yeah, really? Uh, yeah. How so, did you do Joe, that? well, they were in different locations with different competitors. Oh, right. So, Joey was, Chestnut, a, he's a good guy. Um, was in Trenton, New Jersey, for the uh, Casey's pork roll sandwich eating uh, <laughs> competition. Oh, I, I like the fact that it's sponsored. Of course, it how is. many pork right, roll sandwiches did he get through in ten minutes? I don't know how big a pork roll sandwich is. Quite big. Is it like? Uh, is it like? It's a, American. How big do you think it is? Fifteen. Twenty-one. It was forty-five. <gasps> Flipping heck! <laughs> do you think we could have a Greg's sausage roll eating competition? Yeah, as long as, ha- as, long sure as we not, could do. Well, as long as not just out of the oven because they're too hot. <laughs> oh, good uh, point. Jeffrey Esther, slice, world number two, uh, yeah. was on the same day in Louisville, Texas. Uh, oh, going for Kentucky. the Padrino Foods World Tamale Eating Championship, presented by Market Help Street. How was many it, tamales? Little wrapped. Oh, little, uh, little small wraps. Yeah. In ten minutes. Oh right, they're quite These small. Are the two ounce ones. So they. Oh, small. two. No, no, no. Two ounces. Uh, one hundred eighty-five. No, much lower. Eighty-six. Oh, that's pathetic. Should try harder. This <laughs> <laughs> uh, is great. Mickey Sudo, who I mentioned earlier. From Tampa, Florida. Um, he's from Tampa, Florida. And how many, back in, uh, well, six weeks ago now, uh, how many buffalo wings did he get through in the oh. US National Buffalo Wing Eating how Championship? Many how many minutes? Ten, 12 oh. minutes for buffalo wings. Oh, that, that's, that's got to be 100, over 100. 152. 120. 246. <gasps> wow! That, that is just It must, must be a definition of how much meat you have to get off each wing, though. I imagine you have to like clear all the meat from them. Well, it's quite hard. That bit, the edges, there's bits that stick out, isn't there? It must be a majority or something. It's just going to be one. Of, yeah. Now, and the question is: Is it the flat part of the buffalo wings, I or is know. it the little sort of? This is just. This is not motorsport, but it's just bringing out so many f- subsidiary few, questions. A few weeks ago, I went to Donington Park, excellent, and uh, stayed at the Jury's Inn right uh, next door, and yep. ordered the buffalo wings. Mm-hmm. And I could not have come close to this record because one portion only included three wings. Jesus. Right, stop, stop. We have a winner. Really? Sam Pierce has said, surely at the weekend, the best answer for everything that's going on at quarter is forgo qualifying and have all the Formula One drivers in the spamming in competition. And he who eats the most spam wins Paul. Works equally well as driver performance balance. It doesn't work, of course. Because Lewis is vegan. Well, you can't be. Well, you can't start. <laughs> so what we're looking for, therefore, who, if we, vegan if, spam. If the, if there was an eating competition, yeah. who do we think would win? I think of the current Formula One yeah, drivers. Shay has voted for Mazepin, by the way. So no. she said Mazepin. I think the, the I think the guy who could put away the most food, I think, is Bottas. Oh, good call. 
I feel Bottas is most likely to be able to have a massive spam out. There is. I, I've now found the major. Uh, thank you to Sheer. I've now found the major league eating records. Is, is it, uh, well, we're not going to. I'm not going to ask you anymore. Thank you. You've just looked them up. Oh, well, 141 hard-boiled eggs in eight minutes. Bradley oh. could beat that. Bradley could beat that. 82 tacos in eight minutes. <laughs> 12 pounds, 8.75 ounces of deep-fried asparagus spears at the Stockton Asparagus Festival. Obviously. Well, of course it is. Because if it's happening... What, if, yeah, it, it, it's happening it, it's in Stockton, yeah. Festival. It's going to yeah, be there, isn't it? Yeah. Now, um, annoyingly, the Buffalo Wings record isn't held by the person who owns, uh, owns the watermelon record, which was 13.22 pounds of watermelon at the Brookville Community Picnic. But that's just drinking, isn't it? Which is um, <laughs> Buffalo Jim Reeves. <laughs> hey! But Mickey Sudo, who has the Buffalo Wing record, also has the record for <laughs> wild rice hot dish. Whatever that is. The Fortune Bay wild rice hot dish. Uh, he got through 14 pounds of that in eight minutes. I'm Where trying to look. Put it? Nine, nine, six pounds nine ounces of giant cabbage in nine minute, minutes. Charles Hardy. Here's one little appeal to you. Takuro the Kobayashi. There you go. Told you it was the Kobayashi better. It's Takuro yeah. Kobayashi. He he holds the cow brain eating record. Oh, one ounce maximum. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Fifty-seven pounds in fifteen minutes. Sorry, he had fifty-seven. Sorry, pounds. seventeen point seven pounds. Fifty-seven brains. Oh, that's awful. Right, I think we need to move as on. You, from as this you it's not. It's awful. Oh, <laughs> but he likes it. Yes. Oh, it is awful. Uh, we need to move on for this strangely yes. fascinating um, subworld. Uh, Let's do some sports car news. Well, before we leave that, um, of course, um, Lewis in the vegan community, of course, um, can, has to be known as Lewis Ilton. Because there's no ham in it. Very good. Very, Very good. good. Ian McCarthy wins tweet of the week on that so far. Uh, back <laughs> Alan Prosser said, vegan, can't do the spam eating contest. Back of the grid, you go then. <laughs> oh. Surely a meat and potato pie eating contest sponsored by Miggins Pies, says Dave Alcock. I must get me, me Miggins Pie t-shirt out again. I haven't worn that for ages. Uh, let's do, uh, let's do some... Uh, let's do some... A visit uh, Cayman Island sports car news. And um, um, for the, that we need... We we <laughs> will need uh, Shay Adam, but first of all I need to mention that the uh, Porsche Visit Cayman Island Sprint Challenge GB concluded at uh, the weekend at Donington Park. It did. And uh, Theo Edgerton, who was provisionally crowned champion... Uh, about six weeks earlier at Thruxton, uh, was not disqualified and given a 25-point uh, penalty and therefore is now officially the champion. And we'll have him and on the show off, next week. And he's, and he's off to the Cayman Islands uh, as part of his uh, prize. Sheer Adam, uh, welcome back to the show. All of that talk of eating, competitive eating, does that make you hungry or make you never want to eat again, Sheer? <laughs> Well, I'm thankful that I ate lunch before the show started today because I don't really think I'll be eating dinner anytime soon. <laughs> if you were going to enter a competitive eating challenge, what what food would you choose, Shay? Oh. Oh. That's uh, a good oh. You do I like eggplant, egg, eggplant lasagna? Eggplant parmesan? Yeah, yeah. But, but I can fill up on that fairly quickly. Mm. Um, in terms of being able to just eat... 
possibly cookie dough, uh, like a Nestle cookie dough, because you can eat a lot of that before you start feeling pretty sick. <laughs> There's ice cream. <laughs> oh, I found, I found the one I'd go for. Well, Fruitcake. It's Pete, the Peter Snowden would definitely go for a jelly Fruit babies. Fruitcake, four pounds, 14 ounces in 10 babies. minutes. I could eat my weight in jelly babies. Haven't had jelly babies for it's the massive oh, no. full of cards. M and M's. M and M's done. Fourteen thousand mince pies. <laughs> that's quite nice. Yeah, that's that's, but, that's held by a Brit. Yeah, mince but pies. define a mince. Oh, sorry, we've got off back off. We must get off. <laughs> I've, I, I, there's a podcast in this somewhere, isn't there? There, yes. there really is. Uh, Carol Brink reminds us that Stockton used to be the asparagus capital of the world. Uh, Gilroy is the garlic capital of the world, and. Oh, shit, where's that place that we used to go to just north of Road Atlanta that was the chicken capital of the world? Oh, um, uh, not not Gainesville. Um, ah, can't remember. Was can't it think Springfield of it. or something like that? Was it a Springfield, no. Georgia? No, G- I can't, I can't think something. of it. You were right, it's Gaines something which used to be the chicken capital of the world. It has to be Gainesville, then. I think it must have been Gainesville. Gainesville, yeah. Georgia. There yeah. are two separate Absolutely. records for M&M's. Oh, stop it. Peanut um, and regular? No. Uh, the the uh, standard oh. record is 92 M&Ms in a minute. I can do that. Easy. Oh, that doesn't sound very difficult. It must be, there must be some sort of tactical thing about that, to be honest. Just pour them in. Yeah. yeah I, put them in one at a time. No, no, no. One at a time. Bite, swallow. One, one bite, at a time. Swallow. You've got to swallow. Right? The most M&Ms eaten in a minute while blindfolded. Oh. Okay. This is a record which has stood for nearly a decade. Why does that affect things? Ooh. So you can pick them up because so you kind of. It's very difficult to put things from a bowl into your mouth when you can't see your hand. Fair enough. You've got to flick them up in the air. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that record's only twenty, so I think that's easily beatable. Yeah. Wow. I'll start practicing now. Right. Excellent. Uh, Shea, let's get on to the business in hand, which isn't M&M's, <laughs> oh, right. um, and, uh, and move on to some sports car news in the Visit Cayman Islands sports car news uh, roundup. Um, uh, quite a lot all over the place, but I want to yeah. start with uh, with IMSA. Um, we, uh, we've had some very interesting news from Chip Ganassi Racing about them extending their commitment to the current set of DPI regulations. Yeah, and this was something that's been brewing for a long time. We've been hearing the the whispers and whatnot in the paddock for a while. Uh, They tested several drivers at Road America a few months ago and basically made their decision based on that. But they are uh, extending their program to a second car for next year. This is going to run also in the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. Mm. And another Cadillac, uh, Renger Van Zandt will be staying with the team. And a little bit of fun, we've got Alex Lynn joining. He has a 100% win ratio in IMSA, having only contested the 12 hours of Sebring back in 2017 and coming away with the win with the Taylor brothers. Uh, And the other two drivers joining in the team, Sebastian Bourdais, that comes as no surprise because, well, Seb's been long associated with Ganassi. Uh, His win ratio is 16% of the time. And the least successful driver on the team, because I should say, Ranger Van Zanda with a win ratio of 19% of the time. Uh, We've got Mr. Earl Bamber coming aboard 12% of the time. Earl wins, so Earl's got to step it up a little bit. But how about that for a driver lineup for For, Chip Ganassi Racing? uh, And this will be the second car, will it? 
the second car will be Bamber and Lynn. The right. primary car will be Bourdais and Vanderzanda. Um, and are, are we, the endurance drivers TBA? TBA. You can imagine that Scott Dixon will be one of them, though, oh, unless yeah, there's think. some comet that falls out of the sky. Yeah, yeah, abs- absolutely. I, 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 and this, I feel this is what I'm about to say next may well be something that I repeat in the next few minutes. This seems to me as though it's preparation for 2023. Yeah, very much so. And particularly when you consider uh, bringing on board Bamber and Lynn, both who are, uh, well, Bamber, former overall world endurance champion, uh, 2015, I want to say it was, maybe, no, 16. Um, and then Alex Lynn, who was just racing in it last year, you've got drivers who are very competent and competitive on the European stage as well as the American stage. It's definitely setting up for something bigger. And, and we're expecting, of course, in fact, it's been announced that, you know, Cadillac will be racing in WEC and taking their yes. wares to the world. And uh, particularly El Bamba has experience of WEC. And as far as we're aware, will be Chip Ganassi. He'll be running that program as well. Yes, exactly. So uh, don't have to connect too many dots there. I am interested to see who they get for the endurance drivers with Kevin Magnuson on his way out for the Peugeot factory role. You would expect that perhaps he'll be in the seat at Daytona, but then they'll have other drivers as far as the two cars are concerned for uh, Sebring and then Petit Le Mans. I'm not sure, given what we heard from uh, Kevin in the Meet the Magnusons uh, that we did what seems like a million years ago now, before yeah. the Mon, wasn't it? Um, I, I'm not sure he'll even have the time to do that because I think he's going to be doing, it seems to me, he might be doing a bit of testing um, yeah. for Peugeot, but testing's not racing. So being in another car, and it's not hurting anybody for him to be in that car because it's not going to be the technology that will be racing against Peugeot. Um, so maybe, you might be right, you might be right. Yeah. Um, Let's also talk then about the other American powerhouse dynastic team um, uh, that we know is going to be in LMDH. If we've talked about Chip Ganassi, we've got to talk about Penske. And today, pictures coming out, uh, Sportscar365, John DeGeese uh, has them, of an LMP2 Orica spotted testing at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I wonder what team that might be. <laughs> oh, who owns that track and would have <laughs> free availability to testing there? Uh, yeah, I don't read too much into this in all honesty because Penske, when they came in, before they came into the IMS Weather Tech Sports Car Championship, they ran Motul Petit Le Mans and Orica just to get used to everything. Mm. It, obviously, coming in with the Porsche program next next year uh they've got a little bit of free time and they've got quite a few good drivers on their roster they should be showing up in something in WeatherTech. uh could this be the uh could this be a potential for them though to take a p2 maybe into funded by porsche potentially uh, into wec and get themselves some experience of that championship. Exactly. It might not be a full season, but it might be. That would, I suppose, depend on the the funding and the driver availability. But much like they did when they did the long race at at Petit Le Mans, it's not the worst thing to do, is it? No, it's not. And and it's actually interesting, John. You know how I go back and I listen to all of our old audio to Mm. try and learn from it. 
I'm a little bit behind, going to put my hand up in the air. I'm currently listening to 2019 Daytona 24, where we talked about the fact that Penske was displeased that 2018 wound up being a learning year for them in IMSA, that they needed that full season to try and figure out how to win races and eventually championships. They went on to win the next two consecutive drivers' championships. They went on to win a lot of races, not the big ones, should be pointed out, but they got that done. I think they have learned that lesson from back then and I would not at all be surprised to see them running in something in the WEC the only question is if they are going to come in and run an Orica LMP2 car you're bound by driver ratings which means that if you're going to bring in a full season program you can have Dane Cameron in one car you could have say a Felipe Nazar in another car you can't have them together and then you need not only two good silvers but two good bronzes yeah, that's a good point. That that is a good point, um, but uh, uh, you know we like to we like to trade. But by but by the way, um, it, you know it might be a really good opportunity for some silver and bronze drivers who want to get with a good team. So you know, particularly if there's yeah. some Porsche Porsche money as well, it might be an opportunity for a Porsche junior who is potentially yeah. only a silver driver still at the moment. Just saying, maybe. Yeah. There could be room for a Jackson Evans, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what else have we got? All right, um, more prep, more prep. Conor de Filippi <laughs> um, jumping into an LMP3 car. He has, he's a smart cookie. Uh, Conor de Filippi, one of Jeremy's boys, a Team USA grad, I think that was 2009, I want to say. It's Eight been a little nine, while. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but Connor has been running this year select races in a prototype just to try and get experience over there and run in Europe back again. He's a ADAC GT Masters champion, so he's got plenty of running in Europe, but once again running in Europe and running in a prototype. So he's getting ready because he is a BMW factory driver. We've seen this with Audi drivers. We've seen this yes. with Porsche drivers. Connor's the first of the BMW ones that we've really picked up on doing this. And actually, I saw Connor last week. Uh, he didn't get to race at Indy, but it was good to just see him again. And he looked a bit tired, bouncing back and forth with all the racing. And then he's been testing in Road Atlanta the last couple of days. So he has been a very busy buddy. Yeah, that's in the Michelin Endurance Cup, of course, which concludes uh, this weekend. And we'll have uh, full cover of, uh, coverage of that with JP and GG. Uh, as well as the final round of the ELMS Sound and Vision uh, on RadioShow.co.uk. Uh, what else have I got for you? Oh, Winwood, 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 yes. are, Winwood are back for Petite, and this will lead us into more Petite news. But Winwood back for Petite and talking uh, big news, talking full season of uh, GT Daytona next year in WeatherTech. Yeah, and this one I'm really happy to finally yeah. be able to talk about. Uh, right. Russell Ward told me a couple months ago, actually, that they were going to pull out of the Pilot Challenge Championship, of which he was fourth in points overall. Let's not forget, it's it's been a quietly good year for Windward Racing, but because they are looking to make the jump up to the GT3 car full-time in IMSA competition, they've been running the GT3 car in other North American uh, contests, but they really want to be in IMSA. And it's interesting that this race was the focal point to begin with. They did Daytona to try and gauge things to see where they were at the beginning of the year. 
to then come in at the end of the year to see if they were ready to step up. They never expected to walk away with four Rolexes at the end of January, and that's exactly what happened. So I'm really interested to see not only how they do at Motul Petit Le Mans, but who they put in the car with Russell, because right now we don't know who's going to be in the car. But I can tell you that Mauro Engel, who's one of their four Rolex winning drivers, is going to be competing at Petit Le Mans, but with Sun Energy. So it's a different ah. lineup than what we're going to get from uh, the Rolex. They have, if they bring back their other three drivers, John, that's a completely silver car. Yeah, it'd be a strong silver car, though. Very. Uh, and it's very. a 10-hour race. You know, a lot can happen in a in a 10-hour race. So mm, I, I, I know. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. It, it might it might work. But competing to next year for, for one car, uh, in the GT Daytona and still uh, potentially being part of a Michelin Pilot Challenge program with their GT4 cars. Although that sounds like that's going to be, be more a customer program now. Yeah, they're they're definitely aiming for um, somebody to come along and, and be more interested in writing a check and running in there. I still want to see Bryce behind the wheel of a yeah, car, though, too. so I really hope the GT4 thing stays strong. And they've done such a fine job building that program from nothing to what it was at the end of this year when, when they decided to step aside from GT4 and focus on GT3. I really, really, really want to see them back in GT4 and potentially win the championship there. Uh, let's talk about Patelamon. It's a little ways away, but we're starting to get a better idea who will be there. First of all, a big name um, who's coming back to IMSA, nor Olivier Platt for Petit, but the driver that's going to be plugged into his car will not make that car any slower. <laughs> 100% win rate this year in IMSA for Elio Castroneves as he looks to make his second start of the year, having won the Rolex back in January. He tested with the team a couple of weeks ago. Some savvy people looking at the uh, entry lists for the open testing noticed that name being against the car. But Dane Cameron, Juan Pablo Montoya, and Elio Castroneves in the Meyer Shank Racing prototype, the only DPI car without a win on this season does need to be said, uh, we'll be looking to try and close out the year strong for Acura. What else have you got for Petit uh, in a few uh, weeks' time? Uh, we've got uh, two additional LMP3 machines. We've got Win Autosport mm. bringing their LMP3 car back. Now, we've got Naveen Rao, Josh Sultan, and hello, Matt Bell. Welcome back to a race that you last won in 2014. Been a long time for Matt Bell. Uh, that's going to be a very exciting and competitive lineup, driving the number 83 again. And we welcome Fast MD, a team that we're used to seeing in Pilot Challenge. Yeah. They've made the step up to an LMP3 machine with um, James Vance as the yeah. only driver they've got listed so far. And interesting that, that is the Decane chassis. Um, yes. Which it typically hasn't been seen that much outside of IMSA competition, but has been pretty uh, successful in pile, in prototype challenge. Yeah, and it is worthy of, of noting that the Win machine, the Win Autosport, is also a Duquesne. Mm. So we are going to have two okay. of those at a minimum in the race. We wait to see if we're going to get Milner back again. They ran at Daytona and had a very competitive run as well. Uh, so there are more cars waiting in the rafter. The only thing that I'm a little hesitant of, uh, Fast MD, they've announced James Vance as their driver. I think they do still need a paying driver in that car because James is of the level that he gets a paycheck instead of being the one bringing the money. So I'm interested to see who they can uh, rope in for that extra seat. It is a good one. Um, uh, McLaren, we've got another McLaren for Petit Le Mans as well. 
Yeah, first time this year, we've got a McLaren running in GTD. Uh, Compass ran a McLaren for many of the sprint races last year, not all of them, but to the point where uh, McLaren has not featured on the BOP list this year. Interesting to note that. But the 720S GT3 will be in the race. Inception Racing is stepping into running in IMSA for at least this race. We'll see if they come back for the Rolex, but it's a very solid lineup. Ollie Milroy, Brendan Nareeb, and Ben Barnicote. Now, if that driver lineup seems familiar to listeners of Radio Lamar, that's because they ran the 24 Hours of Le Mans in a Ferrari. Uh, they were the ones who actually had to source a new car after the final night practice session or night qualifying. There was a big off for Ollie Milroy, and they had to get a brand new car. This car ran at Indy last weekend. It had a rough go. It was involved in an accident on lap two, I want to say. Uh, no, lap one. And then drove itself into the gravel twice. Um, so it was, it, it had a, a rough weekend, but they've got plenty of time to get it fixed and ready back out for Petit. Uh, did you have one more? Or is that all of it? I've got two of our support series right, as far fine. as stories yeah. are concerned. Yeah. Uh, if you have a, well, I would say large sum of cash, but if you have a moderate sum of cash and you are contemplating running the Porsche Carrera Cup North America presented by the Cayman Islands for 2022, Get off the couch and do it now. They have added Long Beach to the 2022 oh, schedule. Wow. So your calendar now is Sebring, Long Beach, WeatherTech Raceway, Laguna Seca, Watkins Glen, the streets of Toronto, Road America, Canadian Tire Motorsport Park at a to-be-announced date, and then finishing out the year at Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta. If I have a lot of money, that's where I'm going. Right. That, uh, and I'm, I'm hearing uh, potentially another... 33092s coming into the States next year. Um, it will be a 992 series only. Oh. Uh, quick uh, note on Lamborghini and Super Trofeo. The world finals will be taking place next week, and they finally have Zano. announced yes, they've announced 55 cars are set to contest that uh, finale. So that's going to be a busy weekend. And thankfully, this is happening finally, because I know the Lamborghini has been uh, stockpiling their spare parts for this one event to try and make sure yeah. that all the cars can take the start. So as uh, soon as that happens, the Lamborghini teams will breathe a little easier. And they'll have to as well, because they had the... Um... Um, finale mondiale uh, Ferrari there last year and there was quite a bit of carnage and uh, spare parts required not the easiest part uh, circuit to overtake on Misano for no. for those cars a um, couple of other uh, sports car stories to come from Tim Gray Tim what do you have going to start in Asia uh, right and this goes back really to the uh, FIA World Motorsport Council meeting from earlier where the uh, WEC calendar was confirmed. And because Fuji is confirmed to be happening on the 16th and 17th of September, uh, Super GT has had to move its Sugo race. So that's now happening right. a week later. Right. Uh, also, mm. congratulations to... Uh, Ingo Matter and Absolute, who've had a great couple of weeks out in the Asian Championship. And it is Asian Porsche Carrera Cup uh, at the weekend, a triple header. Another a one. Circuit that, uh, that Nick and I, the, the last two, seasons, two rounds of the season, um, Shanghai is the final round of the season in a few weeks' time. And it is uh, Jujo this weekend, which we had a, a bit of a, 
had trouble finding Nick, didn't we? Yeah, you, you found it. I found, found it as a, a previous press release by Audi from about seven years ago. Yeah. Uh, on paper, it does not have a very good design. May race brilliantly. Lots of first gear, second gear happens. There's not one. F- there's not one fast corner. No, but doesn't necessarily mean it won't race well. No, well, for Carrera Cup, it could be very interesting. Uh, uh, Tim, couple European of your opinions, sports car yeah. stories. Yes, uh, Le Mans Classic. They've announced yeah. a date for that. It's going to be from June the thirtieth until July the third. Uh, and that is just a couple of weeks. Yeah, obviously. Um, and, and that three, is... Three weeks uh, after the 24 hours. Yes, because they've announced that as well, which the test day is going to be... The fifth. The weekend before, as it was this year, yep. isn't it? Yep. So that's the fifth and the... Can't do the maths. Fifth and the twelfth, then, is it? Eleventh. Eleventh, okay. Yes, eleventh and twelfth, yes. Um, what was going to say The consequence that? of Le Mans Classic uh, being on yes. that date is that it's going to clash with the European Le Mans series at uh, the Hungaro Ring. Oh. Yeah, and, and that that is 2021's classic, isn't it? That's it been is, moved yes. back to that uh, into 22. And 2023 will still. It will still be in 2023. It's 2020. It's 2020. We never had a 2020. You're right, yes. We never had 2020. I was supposed to go with, um, with our friends. It's it only every two years, though, the yeah, classic. Is the 2021 just didn't happen? No, 21. And then they were switching to odd numbers for 2023. Well, the one twenty twenty three because it's the one hundredth anniversary. Yeah. yeah. So okay, right, okay, fine. So that's the, that's in July, and uh, Le Mans next year. Get excited already, everybody! Fifth is test day, and that's the start of effectively of race week, uh, and the race itself is eleventh and twelfth of June. Fifth will again, I think, clash um, as ever share with the yep. Detroit Grand Prix for IMSA. Yeah. You are correct. That was yeah. the first thing I looked up. Yeah, absolutely. It's traditional. Uh, yeah, has appointed new technical director. Has it really? His Remy name Taffin. is Remy Taffin. Mm-hmm. I just said that. And uh, Nick might know that. <laughs> and might know him. Where's he come from, Nick? Um, I'm now uh, Renault. He has come from Renault. F1. Has he? F1 he, Renault. Yes. He uh, he's been at Renault since 1999. Well, he's been not been there recently. He no, he he did leave a while ago. Up. A year, a couple of years ago, with the with, with the start of the coal, which eventually meant that Zulabitabul had to go as well. Uh, and Orica, of course, are building the LMDH for for Alpine that we spoke about uh, uh, earlier in the show. And I, I know this is not sports car news, but we're talking about Alpine again. So we've we've, we've got a got a. Shall we mention the F one story? Shall we leave it? We'll leave it. We'll leave that. Yeah, because um, um, I don't want very, to go off on that very tangent. interesting. Uh, no, we better not. Finally, congratulations to Dennis Lint, uh, British yes. GT champion, crowned at the weekend. Had him on this show before, lovely lad, and of course we know him well yeah. from Creventic. Uh, two and, things uh, about Volkswagen Dennis: Audi Group driver. Uh, first of all, uh, uh, Motorsport News is running a poll of the uh, best driver uh, in. British national competition, and he's currently languishing last. So uh, go on to their well, uh, website and surely do of something a, of about that. a selected that. panel, because not last of every driver in no, Britain. No, there's a short list of ten <laughs> that you can vote for. It's extraordinary. Um, he's it been brilliant this year. He really has. I did see that uh, Lorcan Hannafin, who's currently second in the Porsche Carrera Cup GB, um, is leading team, by yeah. quite a lot. Uh, oh, Jake Hill second, options. and Matthew Rees, who I think is leading the British Formula 4, 
Championship uh, powered by Ford is th- uh, is fourth. So um, that's that. What else is Dennis Lind uh, going to be up to um, in a couple of weeks? Is he going to be Formula Ford Festival? Will he be He's going to enter the something. Formula Ford Festival. Yes. I was doing a joke then. You just cut. Sorry, off. sorry. What's he going to be doing, Nick? He's going to be doing some tarmacking. He'll be a lint roller. Is he doing the Formula Ford <laughs> Festival? <laughs> he's doing the Formula Ford Festival, which he's done before when he was younger. Mm. Under single-seater driver. Who else is uh, doing the Formula Ford Festival? Roberto Moreno. Roberto Moreno. Uh, why is that significant? Because he's almost as old as I am. Uh, he won he's, it in 1981. He's, he's almost as old as I am. He yes. won it in 1981. Actually, he must be older than me, then. Is he 59? Yes, he he's 59. Yeah, he's, older, yeah. He's, he's years older than me. Hundreds of years older than me. Mm. Uh, and who else did I see was uh, in it? Oh, Warren Hughes is doing it. Yes, that's right. Yeah, he is. Hughes, he is doing it. Varanahuga. So, uh, that's not your Varanahuga, as he was once described in DTM. <laughs> a lot of uh, veterans coming back to celebrate the 50th anniversary or 50 years of the Formula Ford Festival and some of them are 50 which is great uh, some of them are well over Warren. 50 now including uh, Warren also in that race of course will be the two Team USA scholarship winners uh, and uh, that brings us back onto American news, and we can uh, talk about some IndyCar car show. Just before we just before we leave, um, uh, before a bit we of sports leave the car, Formula Ford Festival. Yeah, I, I just what we didn't mention was the the um, uh, the FIA news that came in just after the show last week is that uh, Robert Kubica is going uh, to rejoin High Class. Obviously, he's just been crowned champion of European Le Mans series and he'll be in the high class car for the last two rounds of the WEC both at uh, Bahrain which of course is where he did his test uh, in the LMP1 car all of those years ago. I'm pretty sure um, we mentioned that on last week's show John. Did we? I think I think that only came out on Thursday but okay you, you might be right. You might be right. I had it on my list. Well, it's always worth saying twice. Yeah. Uh, New York, New York. Uh, Nico Hulkenberg, Shay. Nico Hulkenberg is going to be in the U.S. He's going to Alabama, and he's going to be driving an IndyCar on Monday uh, for the Arrow McLaren Schmidt-Peterson AMSP. Too bad that couldn't have been spam. It should have been Schmidt-Peterson Arrow McLaren, shouldn't it? Yes. Exactly. That would have been... They would have won the spam contest. Uh, so, yes, Hulkenberg is going to be testing the car to see if he likes the way that it drives and would potentially want to race in IndyCar. Hmm. hmm. I think he'd want to race anyway if he was getting paid for it, wouldn't he? Yeah, but IndyCar is different. What, they don't pay you? Uh, well, no, in that in the, the steering is heavy because there's no power steering. It's super competitive. I mean... Not everybody can come in and do what Grosjean's done, and Grosjean has set the bar kind of high. If you're not going to be able to turn the laptops out of the car, do you want to go there and get embarrassed? Well, I, I tell you what, my money would be on Hulkenberg. He's uh, jumped in and out of so many yeah, different Hulkenberg. things. Yeah, I think if, if you look at Grosjean, the thing about Grosjean is Grosjean drove a lot of things apart from F1. Yeah. Um, yeah. Both prior to um, his, his first stint and during his year or so in the wilderness. 
Um, Hulkenberg, of course, we know, has also driven things other than F1, so they've got that first... Including Winner Le Mans. Yeah, which is, yes. <laughs> as you do, on your weekend off. Uh, we yeah. appreciate that first city. But, but you say that, but you saw Christian Lungard turn up and do really, really well, and now he's signed. I, I think there's a, there is a, a, a pretty big overlap, and I, and I think, yes, the, the subtleties of IndyCar will take a season or two to learn, but the basic speed and competitiveness, I think most of the top-line um, European single-season drivers could get there. Uh, and what's more, I think they'll relish it. Yeah, I think yeah. they'll relish the fact that they can make a difference. It's a spec say race, mm-hmm. uh, although once again, rumblings of of more more spec than others, uh, more engine <laughs> manufacturers being uh, interested, as perennially yes. it seems uh, to be. But we'll, we'll wait to hear some some real news um, about that, because um, if all of the the manufacturers who were supposed to have been in down through the years were being in, we'd have about eleven manufacturers in mm. in there right now. Tim, what else do you have for, for Shea in terms of uh, other US news? Uh, Logan Sargent, uh, Devlin DeFrancesco and Carl Kirkwood. And uh, David Malukas also as uh, young young drivers potentially tipped to take up seats within IndyCar. Uh, Logan Sargent as seeming to put together a deal with AJ Foyt, uh, who's the team that Sebastian Bourdais is departing. Uh, we've got David Malukas testing with Dale Coyne Racing. And then Andretti Autosport has been running multiple tests for both Kyle Kirkwood and Devlin DeFrancesco. Devlin seems more on to get the number 29 car seat, a multi-year deal with the team being reported. Uh, Kirkwood is the one that actually should be in a seat as the reigning Indy Lights champion, but it's yet to be determined where or how he will fit in with the Andretti Autosport team. Uh, one more American story. Who's not going to prison? She's <laughs> um, not going to prison. Actually, Shea's forget definitely. that. Um, I'm not going to do that story because <laughs> okay. I think the case may still be ongoing. So, uh, Libel. Uh, right, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, should we do the quiz next? <laughs> yes! This is a new quiz, dear listeners. This is a new quiz. Uh-oh. Right. Okay. Okay. What's it called? Uh, it doesn't have a name. It doesn't have a theme oh. tune. Uh, oh, no. Really. no, no, Is it a real quiz, then? It's, no, it's exactly. It's got questions which have answers. All right. Okay. So the, the first category okay. is um, Formula One drivers were asked if they could be a character from a TV show or movie, who would it be? Right. Uh Okay. Are you going to give us the character and we've got a guest, the Formula One driver? Correct. <laughs> so right, okay. I'm going to start with Shay okay. and Rocky yeah. Balboa. Okay. Uh, Lewis Hamilton. Is incorrect. I'll pass it on to <sighs> Nick or John. Nick, do you want to have a go at this? Uh, Max Verstappen. Also wrong. I think it would be... I think it's Nikita Mazepin. <laughs> it's not Nikita Mazepin. What, the all-American hero? Shaving <laughs> him Russian? Well, Maybe no. Ivan Drago, perhaps. Uh, who was it then, Tim? Uh, it's Antonio Giovinazzi. Never mm, got that. Uh, Nobody uh, gets that okay. point. No, no, absolutely. Okay, next. Ted. This is you, Nick. It's Nick's turn, yes. Danny yeah. Rick. Danny Rick is incorrect. Oh, so he passed open it up to show. No, no, it's John. John now. John, John, yeah. Okay. Um, Ted. Uh, Kimi Raikkonen. 
No. Shay? Lando? It's not Lando, it's Yuki Tsunoda. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Yuki Tsunoda. <laughs> Ted. Right, okay. Right. That's different. Small, foul mouth, furry thing. Take yeah, I was going to gonna say. And a stuffed bear. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, what's mine then? Uh, Rambo. Rambo. Oh. <sighs> Rambo. Who's Rambo? Um, Nikita Mazepin. I'm just going to keep yeah. saying Nikita Mazepin until it becomes incorrect. the right. Okay. Shit. Uh, Mazepin was going to be my guess. Um, uh, Latifi. It's not Latifi. Try to get someone unreconstructed, so I go for Raikkonen. Kimi Raikkonen's correct. Nick, oh, the first place oh, competition. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. He's won. I am the winner. You you get one more each. Right, uh, on, so Shays, uh, this is Harry Potter, and there are two drivers who want to be Harry Potter. Jesus. Uh, do I have to guess them both? You do. Uh, Charles Leclerc. Oh, very and, good. And um, mm, uh, I'll go Lando again. Did you only say Charles Leclerc because he wears glasses? <laughs> no, because I feel like he's actually cerebral. Uh, Charles Leclerc does want to be Harry Potter. Yes. And so does and Pierre Gasly. Gasly. Oh, both my boys. It's a French thing, isn't it? It, it is must be a French Harry Potter. Who wants to be yes, Iron Man? Man? Who wants to be Iron that's Man? That's you, Nick. Obviously, that, you know. Oh, blimey. Iron Man. See, I'm going to go for Nicholas Latifi on that one. It's not Nick Latifi. Uh, Somebody has had an Iron Man helmet, hasn't he? Or was that in MotoGP? I, don't, I think it, that was MotoGP. Absolutely rings a bell. Well yeah. remembered, but I can't think where it rings a ah. bell from. This, this is old age memory, isn't no, it? I think it was MotoGP because it's H, HJF or uh, the... Uh, the HJC. HJC, the, they've got the Marvel helmet designs. Um, I think... See, I'd rather be Tony Stark, by the way, if anybody asks. Tony Stark, great. But um, Tony Stark's dead, and Iron Man cause could be resurrected. Spoilers. But is he? Hey. <laughs> um, I think that's uh, Nikita Mazepin. <laughs> I mean, it's still not the right answer. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> uh, George. Uh, it's not George Russell. It was Esteban Ocon. Oh. Really? Well, that would take George a lot. Oh. Around, the, around the house right, for so, Next, so James on. Bond. So this James is Bond. That's me. Uh, th- no, it's me. Is it all right? Okay. Vettel. It's not Vettel. I'll, I'll give you a clue here. It's not Vettel did Martin not driver. take part in this. Uh, oh, we didn't say that. Quiz. All right, you can have another go then. Have another go. That's not fair. Have another go. Uh, James Bond, um, but not Vettel. I'll go George Russell then. George Russell is correct. Oh, Nick, running oh. away with this. Uh, Batman, John. And this is the final one, and I can't win now. No, uh, you can't. So I, I might as well just say Nikita Mazepin, although it won't be because I bet he didn't take part either. He did take part, but he got the premise of the question wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? Would well, he tell us what off he said? on the question? He wants to be Jason Statham. It always rains in the morning. Yeah, he wasn't the only Statham. person who chose an he actor rather than a character because Sergio Perez went for Tom Cruise and uh, Lance Stroll thinks he's Adam Sandler. In some That's ways, so sorry. Who yeah. am I? Who am I looking for? You're looking for here? Batman. Oh, Batman. 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 
It's the car. The it's quite narrowed down because we, we know people didn't take part and we know people who've, who've answered. It's the car. The chicks love the car. Um, I think... That's Lego Batman. Uh, <laughs> still Batman. I think that would be... Uh, I think that might have been Valtteri. It was not Valtteri. It was Lando Norris. Uh, really? Has Lando looked in the mirror recently? Nick, Nick wins. <laughs> Two points Nick to wins. a half the, point to zero points. The other yeah. answers uh, were Carlos Sainz wants to be Professor from Money Heist. Uh, Danny Rick wants to be Riggins from Friday Night Lights. Oh, oh very yeah. good, the quarterback. And yeah. uh, Mick Schumacher wants to be the Ferrari from the end of Cars. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> That's sweet. Friday Night Lights was a great movie. So, hey, TV show. And t- uh, sorry, TV show. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's not a superhero, though, is he? Really? No, well, they weren't. Well, he kind of superheroes, is. though. They were characters from TV shows or movies. Speckly bloke. Hey, Harry Potter is my superhero. Well, he's and, magic. And let's let's be honest. Iron Man's not a superhero. He's just a man with a lot of money, like exactly, Batman. Yeah. Like exactly. Batman, it like does Bruce go Smith. safe. You want to be a superhero? Yeah. Have a lot yeah. of money. Have a lot of money. And and, and mm. three and three of the racing drivers in the F1 group would agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> can, can we say goodbye to Shea now? No, because we're still at round two. Well, oh, oh, more. Right, okay, really? keep going. Oh, okay. Right, oh, I thought I won. No, you've I only like won the first round. Okay. Uh, round what? two. What TV show that everyone loves do you secretly hate? First of all... Lance Stroll. Who's starting? Uh, Shay again. Right, okay. Uh, I'm going to go with the one that I secretly hate because everyone loves Game of Thrones. That's incorrect. I'll pass it across. Friends. No. Lance Stroll. Lance Stroll. Uh, Big Brother. Oh, very close. It's Love Island. Oh, I knew it would be one of those. Yeah, I knew it would be one of those. Uh, Nick. Nick, you get uh, Lando Norris. What programs Lando Norris hate that everyone else likes? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Strictly Come Dancing. Lando's answer was, oh, what's that thing with all the monsters and dragons in? Game of Thrones, yes, it's terrible. Don't know why hey! anyone watched that. <laughs> you didn't throw that across. I didn't, did I? No. Uh, I would have just kept guessing that, she, too. Shea was going to say Game <laughs> yeah, of Thrones. Yeah, we can all say that now. Game of Thrones <laughs> is Shea's Nikita Mazepin. It's as simple as that. Yes. Uh, John, right, what's you get Nicholas uh-huh. Latifi. Nick Latifi. Nick He's Latifi. rich and Canadian. He's rich and McKay. Uh Dancing with the Stars. No. Folks, of course. Shea? Give Shea a chance. Um, Breaking Bad. No. Um, oh, Friends again. No, it's The Office. Uh, mm. So in round two, oh. nobody scored any yeah, points. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, oh right, so Nick's still in the lead. Have we got a round three? We do have a round three. Oh, dear. Uh, and this is the same Formula One drivers being asked uh, what they binge watch uh, for comfort. Right, okay. Right. So we're going to start are you gonna give us the? Are you going to give us the driver or the programme? I'm going to give you the programme. It's Shay right. to go first with okay. South Park. Uh, mm. Ricardo. No. Him. <laughs> Norris. It's not. No. Uh, <coughs> South Park. 
See, I think that's going somebody a bit older. No, 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 it's my age. Uh, that is old now, That is older. That is old now, I'm well, sorry. You're, you're sorry, ten years older than Lando Norris, Shay. Yeah, exactly, that's what yeah. I'm thinking. I think... Because of his sense of humour. I think this might be... Ve- oh, you said Vettel didn't take Vettel part, Vettel didn't, didn't take part. All right, okay, so it's not Vettel. Therefore, I think it's Lewis. It's not, no. It was Esteban Ocon. Again? Again, yes. yeah. Uh, next, Modern Family. John. John. That was you. It's Nick's no. turn. That's my who. Yeah. Uh, who, who binges Modern Family? Mm-hmm. Definitely they're from over there. I'm going to go with Latifi. It's not Nick Latifi, possibly. Uh, Sir John first, sorry. Uh, Lance Stroll. It's not Lance. Shay? Gasly. It's not Pierre Gasly. It was George Russell. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right, so what's mine then? And finally... Esther. <laughs> I've watched <laughs> Harry Potter about a hundred times, says... Me. Shay Adam. Well, Me. No, it's more than that. Um, and some films, of those though. are with Joe. Um, uh, yeah. Well, it's, it's either going to be Leclerc or Gasly, isn't it? No. The ga- um, is it not? No. All oh, right. Okay. So uh, I've watched Harry Potter a hundred times. Says Danny Rick. It was Mick Schumacher. Oh, okay. That's what I was gonna guess. Oh. Well, you can I'll have the point you out again, Shay. I'll Aww. give you the point. You can have that. Yeah. You can have the point. So Nick's got I, Nick's won around. Shay's won around. I got more points. Though. But you got more points, so you win on count yeah. back. Did it? Oh, count back. Sorry. Did it? Did it? Did count back. And we need to think of a, uh, uh, things I I can't even think of a, a title <laughs> for that, and we're <laughs> unlikely to do it again. Uh, Shay, we're going to lose you for now. Thank you. Alrighty. Speak Bye. next week. Bye bye. Shay Adam joining us live on Midweek Motorsport. It's all over now, and it's three two. Just to prove that we were live. We were live. Yeah, that was very uh, very impressive. Very impressive last 10 minutes there. One, uh, one more thing from this survey, by the way. Yeah. Uh, what is the survey, sir? <coughs> oh, okay. Fernando Alonso's favourite TV show of 2021 was... The Alonso documentary. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> and you he's, know why? He's nothing, not predictable. You know why? No. Because it had some of our audio Oh, that's it. the one, yeah. That's why. I love, the f- I love that. That is Fernando all over. Of course it was. Brilliant. Uh, uh, Charles Leclerc went for Squid Game. Oh, okay. I don't even know what that is. That's the, um, the Zeitgeist it's, it's program. It's like junior motorcycle racing, basically. Junior kickstart. <laughs> um, let's uh, remind you that we've got a historic racing and historic news racing special coming up with Joe Bradley and Rob Smedley talking about Greg's pasties and other things from the northeast. Actually, not at all. Um, but uh, we've also got our usual Thursday evening fair as well, Tim, which starts at 8 o'clock. It does. It's the American uh, show for the Simcast tomorrow night at 8 o'clock on RS1, which means that it's Lewis and Ben hosting it. And that's followed at nine? And that's followed by On The Grid, but you want me to tell you what's in this week's oh, yes, sorry. edition of the yes. Simcast, don't you? Sorry, yes, and they're yes I jumped past that like you jumped past giving us a chance to jump in on that quiz. Yes, uh, <laughs> the second uh, Virtual Le Mans series race, Yeah. Uh, plus the new GT World Challenge bundle, uh, 
and uh, virtual TCR cars they're going to be talking about as well. So that's uh, the Simcast tomorrow at 8 on RS1, followed at 9 o'clock by On The Grid. Which is Krilzy, Shebex and the rest of the team. And what they're talking about tomorrow, Shea? Uh, Shea, Tim, Shea. sorry. I have no idea. Uh, really? I think I think racing news that concerns the uh, the Antipodean continent. Well, there will be that. I mean, presumably um, they'll be previewing the uh, Bathurst everything in one week uh, event. Yes, things change. Seems uh, sh- things have changed quite a lot since they uh, originally put the show together. So they've had to do a bit of a um, a run around. To it, so we've got James Moffat as a special guest. Uh-huh. He'll be talking about uh, Bathurst, of course, uh, and uh, he he'll be uh, uh, talking about his first uh, drive of a supercar in six months uh, because he's just done one. Uh, that was at Winton. Uh, he'll be uh, talking about his Bathurst campaign with Cam Walters, co-driver. Life at Tickford, TCR Moor, uh, plus some sneaky tips about getting back to Melbourne without using the Hume. That's the highway, by the way. Uh, Australian Grand Prix Chief Andrew Westacott will also be on the show tomorrow. He'll be bringing us and the team up to speed on the new date, the new track, and all of the other changes, as everyone, I'm sure, is looking forward to F1 returning to Australia in 2020. Two. Uh, that's on the grid from the team behind the racetalk.com, Krilzy Shebex, and the rest of the squad. And that is tomorrow at nine o'clock. And that is just about all we've got time for, I think, Tim, isn't it? Yes, one thing I forgot to mention earlier when we we're doing other bits of calendar news, and that is the last remaining TBC on the Creventic calendar for 2022 yes, well has now been confirmed. So we now know that Spa, the 12 hours of, will take place on the weekend of the 22nd to the 24th of April. Um, how does that fit in with the rest of it, Tim? So it's Dubai? So it's Dubai, uh, and then Abu Dhabi, and then right. uh, Mugello, yep. which is in March, Spa is in April, uh, Hockenheim is in May. I don't think they've got one in June, do they? No. Uh, no. Then they go to Portimao, Portimao in, in July. July. That's a 24-hour race, of course. Yeah. Uh, Barcelona in September. And uh, that's a week later this year, because it's normally the first weekend uh, next year, rather. It's normally the first weekend. This is, that's the 9th, 10th, and 11th next year. And Sebring in November. So three 24-hour races to end the season. 12 hours um, in between, other than the uh, Abu Dhabi six hours and the Hank 20. Four. And that's a bit later this year as well, 13th, 14th and 15th. So that's one week further back than it has well, been. It's always the second the weekend of um, January. Oh, yes, it depends it when just January so the 1st. It just January yes. the 1st is on a Sunday, which in yes. uh, Dubai Good is not point. a weekend. Yeah, understood. All right, stay tuned for a historic racing news special. Joe Bradley talks to Rob Smedley. Uh, thank you to Shea and to Nick and our executive producer, uh, Tim Gray, no time to explain because the llama is off to the movies this week. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, subscribe to Midweek Motorsport wherever you get your podcasts.